and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. I'm only here with Sean Bell as well, aren't I? Hello. And who's this? It's James Farley. Hello. Why am I last now? <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed. <laughs> because, right, do you want me to explain? Right, I'll explain myself. Brilliant. I wanted to do you last because you weren't on last week and it's a bit of a, he's here, isn't he? And then you're here. Okay. Okay. I was enjoying the tension of whether or not he was going to continue the hello thing. Of course he didn't. No, of course he didn't. And you know what? It's like, I mean, the ego coming from my teammates here is unbelievable. I know the, the fans call me the ego, but how many times have I introduced people and heard, well, you mind last? What about me? It's, it's pathetic. I mean, it rotates, uh, doesn't it? Someone's got to be last. Yeah, it's usually you, Sean. I mean, yeah, I your official spot is last, okay? <laughs> that is your official spot. But I thought, yeah. build up the tension. Yeah, yeah. Everyone getting excited about James being back. No, that's not and they're treated straight away to... Fucking moaning. You all right, James? How you been? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. He doesn't sound it. I'm loving the summer holidays. I've ever heard him, Sean, to be honest with you. Um... So should we? I mean, should we get straight into feedback? Should we get straight into James's feedback from last week's show? Because we all know that the best thing about James being off is him coming back with notes. <laughs> so, James, what's on your what's on your little p- p- pad in front of you? Eh? What's I've got p- p- okay. I've got pretty much no notes this time. The only Brilliant. bit We're excellent work. Well, have, have you listened you to the show? No, because it was no because the show was fine. It was it was absolutely fine. Fine. Apart no, from, just, I, just fine. Or well, no, no, I was I was dreading getting to the yakuza bit. <laughs> because I knew, I knew, like from like part from like conversations that we, yeah, you know, that we'd had offline and that kind of thing, that you know that Sean was going to talk about it, and I knew that David was going to be just you know itching to like get him to slag it off and everything, and I just sat there through most of the episode just dreading that bit coming up <laughs> to the point where I was even starting to think maybe I'll just skip that bit. I'll just skip forward <laughs> and just go through and just pretend nothing's ever happened. So James, I, do you know how crazy that is? I know, do you I know, know how crazy I know that it's is. Cra- no, because okay, what annoys me about this, David, and we'll get into this later, like definitely, is mm-hmm. you see what you say about the way that you approach this game. You just do it just to fuck me off. That's basically <laughs> the only reason you do. Are you this. saying that I didn't like it? It couldn't possibly be because. The game has a certain audience, and for people outside that audience, it's actually not as good as you're making out. Right? No, that's, it, it no, couldn't no. possibly. It couldn't possibly be that. The only reason why I'm not liking it is to wind you up. You are a fucking narcissist. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I've got no problem yes. with you saying that. Okay, it's not for you and all that kind of thing. Well, but I, I know. know. No, no. But I know that you're going to make more of it than necessary. Just because you just want to have a go about it. I know that. That's part of it, yeah. But, like, I mean, I think some of my arguments are legitimate. I think I'm pretty Yeah, a couple of them are, but then there's also also other issues as well, which, I mean, I sat there during that whole thing, and I just... I was driving, actually, when I was listening to it, and I was gripping (laughs) that steering wheel, like, as I was doing it. Okay, so so let's let's analyse this. What was it that Sean said that got you so upset? No, well, no, nothing that Sean specifically oh. said. I mean, nothing, oh, nothing that Sean oh, said. Oh, oh, sorry, I thought it was Matt that had a preference to. Oh no, it was James that had a preference <laughs> to Sean, didn't it? James, you're just feeding into the rumours. <laughs> no, the rumours no, 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 that no, no. you love Sean point. Bell. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, what it was was there was a couple of things that he that he brought up, which were you know like how he was feeling about it. I can't remember specifically. Convenient. Because well, no, I was daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sean actually said the game was fucking wank, but he, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. there's, an, he didn't, there's an angle there. But, no, no, because but then I knew that you were just gonna like keep just leading him down, being like, "Yeah, it's rubbish, and it it's terrible. It's one of the worst games ever made, and all that kind of thing." And I was just sitting there, just, Did, just cringing because I didn't say I don't think I said it was one of the worst games ever made. No, no, but I? you just you just, I was just sitting there cringing, like listening to you talking about it in your you ignorance and inexperience of the game, and it just annoyed me. You know, I just sat inexperience there. Inexperience of the game, I yeah, got nearly seven, maybe even over seven hours into it. But in a game that is like you know. 70 hours long or anything. That's nothing, David. That's nothing. It's enough to know that I didn't like the combat. I didn't like the humour. Okay, so you... Okay, you hadn't... Okay, can we just wait until we get to Sean talking about this? Because... Probably a good idea, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter what Sean says because you all disagree and then... Well, no, of course it matters what Sean says because it's Sean Bell. Oh, (laughs) Sean, you didn't do anything wrong. It was that nasty David Turner. (laughs) You're always making me say things, Dave. It's... uh... (laughs) All, you know, all those times we we agree on everything. He was leading my Sean I mean, Bell down the dark path. But Sean, oh, wasn't the game turner. rubbish? Wasn't it, Sean? Hmm? Rubbish, wasn't it? Do you pretty, not agree? Pretty much, Sean what was you, like, pretty much what David yes, was doing. He was like, it's yes, terrible, it? Yes, it was, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for once, Sean Bell wasn't on a fence and you were having a go at him for it. <laughs> right, okay. it just, you know, It just wound me up because of the lack of, like, how little it's been played, and then just like how no, much no, like, it's all about the lack of how little we'll, it's we'll been played. We'll get to that. Yeah. Fine. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's get to the listeners' feedback. Matt, they all loved it, did they? Last week. Oh all yeah, they did actually. Well, then before we before that, a little bit of a Kickstarter update. Um, oh, but uh, <laughs> by the time you hear this, uh, which... if so, I'm sorry if you didn't order anything from Kickstarter because these past few shows have been. Wait, 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 why are you apologising to it? people who haven't bought a t-shirt? Yeah, go fuck F- yourselves. Fuck them, yeah. Yeah, listen to a three-hour <laughs> update about Kickstarter. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so if you listen to us on Wednesday, we're basically aiming to shit them out basically what? towards the end of the week. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's, what's that laughter for? No, because no, the way, that, the way that Matt pronounced ship sounded like another word. It just sounded like, you know, we're planning to ship them out on this date. And I was just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> just turn them right out onto yeah. your doorstep. Yeah. We're planning to ship these things out uh, towards the end of the week. So you may be receiving them on Saturday, maybe the start of next week, but they are coming in the next, in the next week you or d- so. I mean, I'm not completely happy about you announcing this because I've got the responsibility of putting them in the post, haven't I? And now, you know, you've just added pressure. That's fine. Right, just, That's p- fine. just put them in a the post. Oh, yeah, I would. I, I'm not going to go there. Let's go. Go on. <laughs> what? All I'm saying, if there's a delay, No, 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 no. I'm week. not going to bring it up because I don't want to berate you because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm reborn turners, apparently. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to bring it up. All I'm going to say is if there is a delay, it might not be my fault. Have a think about it. And there, right. there, and there will be delay because mine still hasn't turned up. Everyone else has got theirs. Yeah, but you saying. live in Canterbury. That's Canterbury. And the <laughs> postal system is appalling. It's quite literally one man. <laughs> it's got to be like Father yeah. Christmas in order to get you fucking <laughs> t-shirts you on time. Uh, yeah, on, in, the next, yeah. in the next week or so, hopefully you, you, you should do this. <laughs> That's better. I like it. Improved. A week to in ten days. So yeah, <laughs> but, but when you do receive them, it'd be amazing to see your pictures. So yes, yeah, so send them send them to at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you if if and when you receive them. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to see pictures of your t-shirts. Can uh, we just think, Matt? Can you think of the most lame hashtag that they could put on? Like, I we, mean, we don't need you a know hashtag. How you, 
No, we do need a, like a really lame one. Like I got a shirt. Hashtag I got a shirt. Well, that's, that's fine. Hashtag I got a shirt. <laughs> I got a shirt. And it, double points if you actually put that hashtag on the picture of you wearing the shirt, like in big red text. Uh, yeah, we want to see those pics. Hashtag I got a shirt. In the, in the next seven to ten days. <laughs> I got a shirt. Uh, in the next two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I mean certainly, be but fingers, certainly fingers before crossed. the end of October. Yeah. Um, Enjoy Christmas. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Christmas 2019, they've just... <laughs> please send us your T-shirt pics <laughs> in the snow. Uh, yeah, no, wear them to EGX as well. If you're coming to see us uh, at the live show, EGX 2022, come and see... Come, make one. sure you've got them on. Iron out the creases from the packaging and uh, we'll get going. Yeah, oh, it's exciting. I've got um, 200 T-shirts in my house. It's weird. Yeah, let's go. Right, uh, any other feedback? Nah, yeah, that's it. No, uh, Stuart Wright uh, e- uh, tweeted us. Well, I think actually emailed us because it's quite big on. So we talked about Xbox Scarlet Cloud last week, um, which is uh, Xbox's rumored uh, cloud gaming uh, system. He-, he had some thoughts, just some thoughts and speculation regarding last week's story on the Xbox Scarlet Cloud thing. I'm with David about when it comes to not wanting a streaming console for the reasons that he gave. However, I'm not sure the streaming quality is really for people like us. I have friends who don't upgrade until the end of a generation par- uh, purely because of cost, and many friends who still have 360s for their kids. A cloud gaming network would allow casual gamers to join a new generation instantly, giving devs a much bigger audience to sell to. Only one build to design for as well, rather than importing games across generations, and also get a huge audience into the Xbox ecosystem, uh, buying stuff in free-to-play games, subbing to Xbox Live and Game Pass, etc. You mentioned Sony had failed at this, but I believe this is because their service only offered old games for a long time, rather than access to the latest games and graphics at a much cheaper entry point. David also said he wanted to try out cloud gaming system before buying the hardware. I'll speculate, and this is actually a really good point, I'll speculate that Microsoft will bring cloud functionality to current Xbox systems uh, so people can see it in action. They make little to no money from hardware sales, so their goal doesn't have to be to sell you a new system, just more games and subs. I also think the cloud system will be available on traditional Xbox Scarlet, which is other room and new hardware, uh, as an alternative as well. Imagine buying a game on launch day, playing the first level two instantly with no install, no day one patch, leaving the system overnight to download full games to your system for non-streaming play. Obviously, this relies on all systems working, but even if it is 90% as good, uh, as they say it is, I think there's a good market there for less hardcore gamers and those seeking speed and convenience. That said, I can barely access, access the Microsoft Store without something failing to load, so they have a lot to prove. That's from SMW. <laughs> uh, I think that is probably the... I've never heard so many good points in a single email. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah particularly one about actually launching it or having it on current current gen systems, so we can test it out. Yeah, what what a good way to get people on board with the service. If it's as good as it needs to be, and they want to show it off, yeah. Have you if you've got an Xbox One, um, you know, log in a month free on that rather than buying a you know a whole new system to test it out. I think that would be a great idea. Hopefully they implement something like that because yeah i'd be all over that yeah it's reckon- do a big trial i mean so when i got my ex they they have like a three month uh xbox game pass trial and uh i i'm still paying for that now so so these trials right. do work i mean i had the three months and then i forgot to cancel it one month and now i thought oh, i'll just 
Then I forgot to cancel it again. Anyway, so um, but actually now I've actually cancel it now. Well, I have actually since cancelled it. Live on annoying air. Oh, right, okay. Because uh, <laughs> I played the game this week, and I'm like, it's just quite cool going on there. And they've they've redesigned like the Game Pass store, the storefront now, so it's much easier to find games. But it was was quite cool this week. Thinking I need something to play, I go on there, download it. It was nice. It's like I do like that, and I I've got. I bought for some reason I don't know why not too long ago I bought a year's worth of EA access and there really is fuck all on there like, I mean <laughs> yeah I haven't it, renewed mine although it was only 20 quid a year which is amazing I didn't renew it after that first year not that I guess yeah, I don't know I didn't bother yeah, there nothing, there's, there's nothing new on there sure is it Unraveled 2 is that not on there for a bit or do you think no. see I, 10 I, hour thought, I, I had it and I thought that the the latest Mass Effect was on there but it's not is it the, Andromeda, like Andromeda. On there, yeah. Is it? Because I had a look on the thing, I couldn't see it. Maybe they, yeah, I think that is on there now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Game Pass looks way, way better. But do you reckon? Expensive, isn't it? Do you reckon they might do something like bundling in like Game Pass with like a console or something like that, like for the next next generation? What do you mean? Right, how would that well, work? Like, if, like well, the streaming like if they if they release this streaming box and you you buy it like for really cheap, but with like a monthly subscription like to Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold like all in one, you know. Oh just... right! Oh, people have been saying that for years, haven't they? Mm. Like a mobile phone, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Are you are you two type of things? Are you thinking that they're going to bundle Xbox Live and Game Pass, or are you saying that they'll yeah. do a monthly payment with well, a console like well, for the three sixties? Potentially both. Like maybe there'll be you know like two options or something like that. But just bundling those two things together so that you know more people get. I mean that that would be that would be like a killer thing to do. That even if it was a bit more expensive, like just saying yeah you've got like live gold and also Game Pass as well. You know that I mean I start probably using my Xbox a lot more if that was the case. Yeah, so if they okay, so just like a phone, maybe it's like fifty pound down down payment or maybe there's no down payment, and then you pay say like fifteen quid a month, and that's all you pay every month, and then you get both yeah. of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, like Stuart's right. They don't really make any money, uh, and, and often a loss actually on consoles. But, but yeah, I mean, and and the biggest things they make are, are the money from services like Live and Game Pass. So I guess that would mm-hmm. probably be more beneficial for them. Or I guess it's nice to get a bit a big hit when people do buy on consoles. But yeah, it's, it's, I can't wait to see what they do. But yeah, the whole idea of trying it out on current current gen systems is is absolutely the way to go. The way to go. Absolutely. Yes, okay. Um, Adam on Stoke on Trent. Uh, feedback first. He also asked a question later on. Um, am I the only one who felt a little bit weirded out by David enjoying uh, collecting money and going around handing it out to little children and walking away in Roblox? Well, we didn't know their <laughs> age of the people. That a little I was creepy, the money maybe. Um, he, Adam I suppose so. Yeah, that's why I stopped doing it. Cause I, I, I <laughs> because you got a message kind of- on Xbox Live saying, please. <laughs> please, please, you gotta complete us. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, because I was playing on my phone, so that would have been weird. Um, I, 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 yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I mean, I didn't know the ages of the people that I was handing money out to. I was just going up to characters and just pressing the donate button and giving them a thousand in-game currency or whatever. You're definitely honest. And they're just walking off. But then I did think, yeah, no, that is a bit creepy. And if someone was. Yeah, I, that's why I stopped playing it. That's why I stopped playing it. And deleted it and then didn't mention it on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> so you've got to keep our, got to keep our shit locked down. Well, I did mention it on the podcast. Yeah, it was a joke. Oh, all right, gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I deleted it. 
Russell Newman uh, tweeted in. So last week I talked about the fact that uh, uh, my daughter doesn't really play games, uh, whereas like, you know, everyone else is on the pod does. But anyway, uh, don't spare Matt, says Russell. I have two sons and a daughter. Sons love games, but don't want to play with dad. Daughter's not, not at all interested in games, uh, but really enjoys couch co-op. I recommended the isometric two Mader games, Female Lead 2, which is a bonus, and the recent Unravel 2. Uh, yeah, I mean... I. I on the times I have played games and on Switch, she is like, definitely interested and she wants to play and help and, and whatnot. But she's uh, so yeah, I think I think it's it's gradually coming. And if I'm being upstairs in the, in the office playing Fortnite on my on my um, or on my Switch, she obviously asks a lot of questions about why why people on the ground and, and why people hit, being being hit with pickaxes and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Could you imagine day, that if tomorrow she come up to you and said. Dad, this is your one chance to get me into video gaming. <laughs> I've finally decided <laughs> yeah. that today is the day I and we have to say. play Super yeah. Mario Odyssey. How did they? Have we got <laughs> that one, Daddy? Breakdown. Let <laughs> me... I'll be back in half an hour. I've just got to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> then you turn up and the manager comes out. There's already a plate on the fucking counter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam Turner, I haven't emailed uh, in a while, but just want to say how much I enjoyed last week's show. Uh, this may or may Strong not man. be related to the lack of a team member. I couldn't say. Sure Rude. A little, little dig there. Uh, the dad chat once again, I highlighted the show. With a two-year-old daughter, I can fully relate to your stories. Now, this is why I had this email in, in feedback. I'm a little bit confused, but I'll carry on. Congratulations on the Patreon. I was more than happy to chip in for this outstanding podcast. Keep up the good work. Do so you mean the Kickstarter? Uh, I mean, either that well, or someone else has got a Patreon, Patreon in our yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> they're raking it in. Has anyone listened to a recent Cane and Rinse? Do you reckon they go, hey, we're also doing the... Yeah, we're collecting <laughs> on behalf <laughs> of the computer game show. I mean, I, I, please, you got to donate. Uh, I, I mean, I, I assume... <laughs> I assume. I mean, Adam. I assume we're talking about potentially like the PayPal address so that you can donate. But if there's a Patreon, then someone link us up. It sounds exciting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had to add in. Athena Allen. Uh, she also. She uh, last week talked about Adam. Uh, sorry, um, uh, Spill Milk uh, buying a pro controller because of us. And now Athena Allen's bought it, and it's so good. Sure, you need to need to get a pro controller. No, I fucked Even up because um, I linked you all the other day, didn't I? There was a deal on i can't remember it's like fucking tesco's ebay account or something <laughs> but it was like uh it's like 47 quid um and i was like cool i'll do that uh when i get home from this wedding and yeah the deal had run out so uh fucked oh, it donuts. Yeah. damn it i mean you do, do know right like, you can then, you can access the internet on mobile telephones these days i know i was just busy Oh yeah, I guess. I had, a, I had a child at a wedding. It was horrendous. Horrendous, and you're still here to tell a tale, so. <laughs> yeah. Just That's amazing. Tonics T Snake uh, at, at Bad Monobo on Twitter. Just to be clear, I fully condone Matt Murray admitting he's shit at games and skipping bits. This is obviously related to me skipping bits of Super fully Mario. What? Condone it. Yeah. I fully condone that Matt condone admitting he's shit at games and skipping bits. To be fair, I get where he's coming from. To a certain kind of person, something sitting there unofficial will nag at you in a deeply unpleasant way. Cheating, cheating to get rid of that is fine. Uh, I don't because of other mental that's problems. Um, that's why I collected all the fucking feathers in the first Assassin's Creed like a big dope. Matt, nice. can I ask a question? Because I've been thinking about this. Do oh, you? Yeah. I mean, this is back to the you know, is it on your plate thing and all that kind of thing. But yeah. do you do you genuinely feel that you finished that game? Um, I mean, there, I, there's unfinished business, but I, it's it's not enough for me to like have to think about it every single second of the day. So that's a no. You you don't feel you finished the game. Well, no, but I, I, um, I, I guess I have finished the game. I just could, could have done it a better way. <laughs> no, you haven't. 
You, you <laughs> well, have, no, I technically <laughs> have actually. <laughs> yes, James, I've missed you. I technically have finished a game. <laughs> what well, you have? You you cheated. Well, no, no, so no. Like, but I have finished a game. You might as well have watched it on, on YouTube. I've, no, but I have finished a game technically. You yeah, can't deny that. You might have just watched it on YouTube. Yeah, that's it's the same thing. Well, no, I, I wouldn't have admitted if that's the case, but. You can't go with like a different angle. Just when I say I've cheated this way, and anyway, regardless, I've, I have finished it, but it's not saying it's not nagging at me. You, haven't, you, you haven't finished it, man. Well, no, but I have it's... technically finished it. I, I got the final. You haven't though. I have. Now, whether it's on my plate or not is a different matter. But I have technically finished the game. Mm, you so okay, no, no, you, I have. do you remember like in the old day with PC games where you could like type in like stuff into consoles and like skip levels and stuff? It's so, games genie, yeah, game if you, genie. If yeah. you bought like if you'd have done that and then you just skipped to the last level and just like walked through a door and then you finished it, would you have then just said, "Yeah, I've completed this game"? Uh, no, because <laughs> that feels like a total piss take. <laughs> well, speaking of which, what, right, skipping so... a massive part of the biggest challenge in the game isn't a piss take. Yeah, and if you um, can't do it, you just I, say, I, I can't do it. That's it. it. Speaking of that, so in our, in our Discord. Uh, Go to bit.ly slash TCGS Discord if you want to join. Uh, there was like there's a chat, and I think it was Ben Simon Scientologist said, Oh, uh, w- I use the frog skip. Which one do you use? And I hadn't heard of frog skip. And I, I actually used some other bits within the levels. It wasn't like this glitch. And the frog skip is insane, but I think that's been patched out since. Um, I presume you guys have I seen that. I saw Matt getting judgmental about people using the frog skip in the Discord. That was shocking because <laughs> that, that, there's like some weird like glitch thing where you. You're the frog, and you jump and near that giant like dinosaur thing, and suddenly you're literally bouncing over like invisible, invisible pathway all the way to the end. I use the official things I, skips which are actually built into the game. It wasn't a cheat. It was just like it was like it was, it actually was. quite hard to pull off. <laughs> oh fuck off, man! <laughs> right, okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Justin Brimley, uh, trust me when I say the story of Yakuza Zero goes places, and you will care about what happens to those characters. I think we'll probably talk about that okay. on a little bit later. Uh, Neil Harmon, this is David and Sean droning on negatively about the genuinely excellent Yakuza Zero. Is exactly the way I feel about a puddle of stagnant piss that is Dark Souls, each to their own, I guess. Holy <laughs> shit! Dave's moaning about No Man's Sky now. Sean, on the other hand, has slightly redeemed himself. Yes! He didn't say how, but you had. I assume by having some positive things to say about No Man's Sky. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I wasn't even that negative about it, was I? Was I, re- was I negative about it? I was sort of just said uh, maybe I should it's play sort of, Yeah, yeah, you sort of basically like it's not for you and maybe creative mode is, is the way forward, yeah. I, I mean, I've you know, that up again this week. Uh, and then regret oh, it. <laughs> Hold on, we ain't on that bit <laughs> yet. Yeah. Have, you, have you forgotten how the show works? In, it's in not a what we've been playing yet. It's his feedback. He's gone rogue. If you're going to attack two people for not liking the correct game, and then you attack one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not doing yourself many favors there, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sean S. Thomas I'm with David Turner's on the Labo trailer by the way half ex- we've had some half-assed director about a weird RPG and worked my daughter up early to show her the trailer the next day and sent it around my uh, design agency at work love the sheer inventiveness of it and favourite trailer ever was a tra- favourite trailer ever was Breath of the Wild E3 2016 by the way I don't actually remember Breath that but I'm sure it's- oh I, I, that just made me angry I did because <laughs> you know what I really didn't have a lot of hope for that Zelda game. You remember, and I hold my hands up, I was totally wrong, I totally misjudged yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I mean, I, I was definitely worried about it, yeah. So Zelda, like, leading up to it was, I mean, I was done with the series, totally done with the series, so there wasn't that excitement from me. Um, and then to add to it, they just kept saying, it's open world now, 
And I'm like, and I kept going, well, Zelda kind of is open world. Like, that. that's it. You go anywhere. You travel all over the place and you can go in and out of places. Yeah, but you see that mountain, you can go to it. You could do that in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and there's always was... that question of like, yeah, I can, but is there any fucking point? Like, how is it, yeah, exactly, how's it actually structured, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. also looked and, really, really barren, didn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. that was the main complaint. I remember when we watched those trailers, was just yeah. like, it was just like saying it looks empty. Is there going to be anything to do? You know, the mm. whole thing. And mm-hmm. we, we yeah, and I mean, everything they said was bang on because it is, you know, although, yeah, oh, look at that mountain. You can go to it, right? And yes, you could do that in Ocarina of Time. Wasn't the same, was not the same. <laughs> and um, it, it, yeah, what it turned out to be was something utterly incredible and I completely misjudged it. And if, if anything, every trailer leading up to it just made me more angry. <laughs> I was just like, why are people going nuts after this? Oh, it's going to be the same old shit. And then I played it and nearly cried with <laughs> excitement every time it loaded up. Um, some of my claims may be false. <laughs> some claims may be false. Last week, on last week, I think maybe a little week, maybe probably could have been a week before, but we talked about Airsoft and the fact that... We did, uh, if you, in some airsoft places, we I think someone might have told us, but regardless, um, we found out or spoke what? about the fact that if you're point blank with someone, rather than firing airsoft in someone's dick, basically you hold out a bit of paper and it will say bang bang or something similar. No, no, no you've no, totally, no, totally your ruined this fascinating man. <laughs> you've taken four stories there and mashed <laughs> them together into <laughs> <together laughs> a pile of different stories. And then basically, if you come face to face with someone, if you don't want to hurt them with your gun, you get a plate out and put Mario on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know why, but that's what happened. I'm sure uh, Bill Clinton told us this. <laughs> it was, it was, what happened, I was watching airsoft videos, like competitive airsoft videos, and what they do is when they get close, they <laughs> say bang, bang, to say, look, I've shot you, you're out of the game, uh, right? As opposed to actually firing the bullets at them or whatever. I thought this email was actually pretty fucking good because I didn't even think that this would, like, the, the idea behind what he's about to tell you didn't even enter my mind, but it's so much better, it's unreal. Go on. Hey, hey James Hughes, uh, all right, lads, just a bit of info on the airsoft bang, bang rule since I've played quite a lot. The sites I go to don't use it because they think it's daft. Instead, they offer a surrender option. So if you're up close and catch someone unawares, you can give them the chance to surrender before shooting them if you like the other player would have, would have the option of surrendering and being out of the game or trying to shoot back but would most likely be shot before they can react yeah that is the, I mean that's the better way of doing it isn't it it's clearly the better way of doing it mm. I, li- I, I like that and thanks for emailing in and telling us that because I, I genuinely I didn't think didn't even cross my mind that that would be uh, a, a possibility. But imagine yeah, just so surrendering, like though. It's always just you know, why wouldn't you have get the opportunity to shoot someone if you? Oh, you would totally just shoot them. Yeah, even if totally I was going to get shot back, who and cares? That's happened to me. Uh, it does hurt, but it, it um, but shoot. can we just appreciate for a moment then that Matt thought that during a game of airsoft. You can take out a bit of. I've seen that. I've heard that. So that came from. So I was then saying about uh, playing oh Cyberpunk. Oh my god! Yeah, god, my brain is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> amazing. God, I'm the worst. I really am the worst person. Okay, Tom, Thomas right. Llama Fluff Forty Two. Uh, thanks for the breakdancing update in in last week's pod. Uh, although I do hope we are not placing too much pressure on James. If his moves aren't up to scratch in time. Uh, I'm prepared to set up some dad dancing to Cotton Eye Joe instead. Go, James. Uh, James James is the great Yarmouth um, breakdancing champion of 1983. So, I mean... <laughs> Still got the T-shirt. He, there's no pressure. When there's I was no three pressure. years old. He's used to it. Yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. you start, start <laughs> early with this, in this game. 
James, we were um, thinking about what, like where you were last week, and uh, yeah, the 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 suggestion was that you were actually practicing your breakdancing, were you? No, no, I wasn't. Okay, no. it doesn't need to. Right, well, Dave, we, we know. I'm that. not. I'm not breakdancing. I don't know where this has come from, and it's. I don't know. <laughs> James, it's ridiculous. You know and by it's not now, happening. the more you insist it's not happening, the more fun it is for everyone else to keep bringing it up. <laughs> Exactly. Not only that, the people that actually come to our live show at EGX are going to be chanting break dance, break dance at some point repeatedly, mainly because I stand up on stage and say, right, now please start chanting break dance to James Farley. And I'll just stand there looking angry. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's win-win then, isn't it, really? I mean, is anything better than watching you get angry on stage? I don't think so. I think that's about as good as it gets. Uh, uh, I got, I got a bit of an update this week, uh, James, about the uh, about the EGX show, and they've come to they confirmed that there is a podium. So oh, that's good. You'll be in your element once again. Um, if you want to leave us feedback on this show, or any show, or got a question, or whatever you've got, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, or you can email the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. I genuinely thought for a moment then, what? Why would he break dance on a podium? <laughs> <laughs> What's that That's got to do with James' for. main job, which is now breakdancing instead of reading out the news? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, sorry, breakdancing while reading out the news, Sean. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's going to be fun. That, that, is, that is Britain's Got Talent shit there, right there. No. <laughs> is that it for feedback? Uh, yes. Well, let's get our breakdancing news reporter, James Farley, uh, to read the news for the week. James Farley... Did you enjoy our um, our listening of your audio file last week? Yeah, I thought it was it was all right. I wasn't. I, I was expecting the sort of stuff you were going to say. It was it was fine. It was it was absolutely. You weren't fine. though, were you? Because you you kept saying this is great because David can't answer me back. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, I can. You can, <laughs> but you couldn't interrupt me. That, that's really what I meant. Was that you couldn't interrupt? No, that's what I, I did. Keep... I hit pause and interrupted you and slagged you off for a bit, and then we continued. I mean, it was perfect for me because. Well, it was semi-perfect for me because I couldn't hear your reaction to me winding you up. You know, when your voice gets high and then say things like, this is ridiculous. Like, that's when I know I've got you. When you proper, like, break like that, that's the perfect And moment. for fans of James's oh. high-pitched voice, there'll be more come up in the Yakuza section. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know, I'm really I'm chilled many, about that. This is ridiculous, as he says. <laughs> right, go on. Let's go. Well, you know how I always say that it's been a bad week for news, and it's, it's been a good week this week. It's been a particularly bad week. I mean, <laughs> oh, to yeah. the point where like Matt has also shoved a load of non-stories in here as well that I didn't approve. <laughs> which, like, I'm not going to even bother with them because uh, they're uh, dreadful. Actually, Joy, uh, sorry, James. That actually, Sean had, had added those, not me. What? I don't believe that. I didn't do he shit. wouldn't add these. These are terrible. Anyway, Whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, right, okay. You were trying to see if he reacted, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah, believe yeah. that. My Sean wouldn't do that. No. Matt. <laughs> my <laughs> Sean, my Sean would put good stories in. Go on. So anyway, okay. So the first, the first thing which is kind of you know <clears throat> significant, I guess, is about Fortnite on Android because it seems that Epic Games confirmed this last week that if you want to play Fortnite on Android, then you're going to have to download the installer from Epic's website because they're cutting like Google, like the Google Store completely out of the picture. And, I mean, do you want to hear what it's Tim Sweeney game. said? Isn't it? It's free. Yeah, but there's in-app yeah, purchases. Yes, yeah, the in-app so purchases, what? isn't it? So they want yeah. to get... Because it's like Google get like 30% of like the store tax on that, and that's the main reason why it seems that Epic aren't happy about it. And right, so, so I don't use Android, Sean, yeah. but... So in-game purchases yeah. through an 
Android game yeah. have to be done through the Play Store. Yeah, basically, yeah. So it's the same as iOS. With you. Yeah, yeah, I was... yeah, but I thought it was different. Android is meant to be all like free and all that. And well, it, it, it is in that you can do what Epic are doing and that you can offer your app outside of the, the Google Play Store if you want. Right. But then... Okay, so this yeah. is quite a common thing then. This isn't... Not really, no. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. Basically, the only sort of non-Play Store apps I've downloaded are just things like... Um, like YouTube apps where the video carries on playing after you close it and you can download videos and stuff like that. Um, so basically things does that your you... phone treat you like an idiot when you download a it a, does a, it's like, like, is oh, it like oh this is from a sure it's from not... a non-verified source it might have viruses it's probably got things in yeah. it it's probably got dirt <laughs> in it. are you sure and basically yeah so I think like the first time you do it it's like you have to enable it in your settings where it's like I want to install like non-verified apps basically um, but once that switch is flicked like you could potentially get into downloading all sorts um, but the well, concern yeah, I mean, here is that yeah, people are going to just like Google for like on their phones. Oh, where do I download Fortnite for my phone? And oh, if right, some and fucker's SEO is good enough, <laughs> it'll be like up there with the official download, and people could download all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what I uh-huh. found fascinating about this was the statement where it was like. Oh, but it costs a lot of money to make Fortnite, and if we don't get every penny, it's <laughs> like, come on, come on, guys. <laughs> like, You're doing all right. Yeah, just admit that it's right. like, well, actually, thirty percent of all in-app purchases through Android devices equates to millions of dollars. Just say it. It's fine. It's fine. And there was some other <laughs> shit about. I forget the exact quote, but it was like, oh, you know, we, it gives us like a closer relationship with our players. What? Yeah the fuck does that mean <laughs> well it means we can take more of their money exactly you know, that's like, all it means yeah. um well more of a percentage yeah i was gonna say yeah, yeah they're still taking they're, yeah the, the price isn't gonna change unlike say like when spotify had to uh raise their like their monthly thing to a tenner where it's normally at 7.99 because they didn't want to lose the 30 percent through mm. ios i mean what's interesting yeah. is i don't know if Google have changed their stance on this, but uh, Comixology, which is, I think it used to be Independence, now owned by Amazon. Um, it's a really good way of buying and reading comics on your iOS or Android device. So they just, one day, they just switched their payment method. Um, so you still downloaded the Comixology app through the Play Store, but in order to buy stuff, you didn't use your Google Play charging system. It was like you had to just sign up for a Comixology yeah, account. So yeah, so basically, yeah. so they they had their cake and ate it, I guess. Um, but yeah. I don't know if since that, Google gone, right, well, fuck it, you either use our paying system or you don't, or you get out. Well, they, it's true what you said, though, like how, um, you know, people could take advantage of that by... Mm. You know, fucking around with web addresses. Well, and yeah, because like, all I think of is the people behind PUBG now, <laughs> just like registering, registering www.fourthnight.com, <laughs> and then it takes you to PUBG download, and you're like, well, what is we going to get back?" I mean, yeah, because it's in in the case of Fortnite, it's it's extra scummy because obviously a lot of kids play it, um, and. They are presume. I, I say that actually, probably a lot of kids are more savvy about what they should and shouldn't download on their phones than some adults. Nah, that's bullshit. But, sure, um, that's but yeah, well, it depends what age though. But um, yeah, my six six year old nephew, we went to the park um, at the weekend, and he was doing Fortnite dances. Yes, and I said, "Are you are, are you letting him play Fortnite?" And they're like, "No, we just downloaded the Fortnite dances app." What? There's an app that just shows you dances from Fortnite. You are kidding me. No. 
<laughs> no. Why is that? No, the, uh, the the wedding I was at. Yeah, there was a, there was a kid there who was about ten, and he was just doing all dances. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, where does he know all these amazing dances?" And he's like, "Fortnite." He's like fucking flossing, showing all the older it's kids. It's one of those things, though, right? Sean, it's one of those things because uh, I've got you know um, grown-up friends, yeah. and um, we'll when we're off. talking like, yeah, I know, um, and when we're chatting about like, we'll see something like a kid doing a dance in the street or whatever, like, and they'll go, "Oh, what's he doing?" Oh, it's a dance from Fortnite. Oh yeah, my son's been talking about Fortnite. What's Fortnite? Well, it's this game, and I'm explaining to yeah. him, and I've, I'm basically like, it's as if I'm going, "Yeah, I like loom bands as well." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. No, I've been playing video games for a long time. This this is different. Like it's not like a kid's craze, yeah. although it is a kid's craze. Yeah. And I, but I play it, and uh, oh god, <laughs> I'm just you should talk about Roblox. <laughs> Good point. Uh, where were we? Yeah, was uh, that where, the what's story? the news story, James? Well, that's it. I mean, Sean's good. done the whole thing. So yeah, they're doing something out, potentially a little bit scummy to take some extra cash for themselves. Um, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> Back to the studio. <laughs> Switch sales near 20 million, uh, down slightly from last year. Um, I know you love these stories, David. I mean, this is like just basically Switch is doing pretty well. They've, they're have they now up to 19.6 million. And although this is like slightly down from last year, it's probably because they released different stuff. Because like last year, there was it was Mario Kart 8 and ARMS. Whereas this year, it's been like Smash. Was it? It's been like the uh, tennis, isn't it? This year. And the tennis cap- one, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, the, the releases haven't been as uh, widely acclaimed as well, which doesn't help. Labo didn't do quite as well as I well, think they thought yeah. it was going to do. Well, the the numbers for Labo came out as well because that was like 1.39 million like combined, which doesn't sound like a huge amount, I think, compared to what people were expecting for that. Because I think, especially when you consider they're, they're way more than a retail game. Yeah, mm. I mean, because the buzz for that was starting, you know, like when they first released those trailers, it was starting to feel like a Wii Fit kind of thing, yeah. you know, where it was going to yeah. be like a massive deal, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be, but I don't know, it's still not that bad, like the numbers. But I mean, most significantly though, I mean, it, it's selling it's selling roughly the same as the PS4 did at the same stage in its life, but then also their game sales have doubled over the same period. So you know, like stuff like Tropical Freeze and stuff is mm. selling like really well, like they're, they're doing great. Uh, with this, I wonder how much is factored in for indie games in those figures. It's got to be massive. There's right? a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, that, if it wasn't uh, for them, the Switch would be looking pretty barren, right? Like, oh, yes, God, definitely yeah. being kept yeah, yeah. afloat <laughs> by indie it stuff. It is at the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, I must admit that the uh, don't look like there's much on the horizon either. I'm a little bit, little bit. Well, well, I'm not pissed off. Or concerned we've got another whatever. Smash Brothers direct this week, mate. So, uh, oh, you're oh, blind my news, Sean. I, I, assume, I, assume, I assume I thought you were just skipping it, mate. I thought you just. I don't know. I'm skipping it. I was just going to put it as a footnote to this oh, right. one, but it's fine. Yeah, I it's, hope uh... it's eight hours long. Actually, yeah, we've all yeah. booked the day off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no. I mean, what I'd be interested in is to see compare, like comparing it to what they were. Because they had that announcement just before it launched, didn't they? This is what we want to sell. And then James and I had a huge argument about it. We were like, oh, it could do that well. And if James was pretty much adamant that it wouldn't. Mm. I don't think it has done as well as those that original um, uh, sort of target. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I mean, it must have done, a... surely. It must have exceeded what their what their predictions were. It was. I remember it being extremely high. No, they... Yeah, but... yeah after the first year, they... Like, they... Yeah, they their their expectation was really really high, and yeah, I don't think I don't think it's hit that. 
Well, we'll see. Yeah, uh, just on the subject of Smash Brothers, did everyone hear about what happened at Evo this year? Was no, this the Bayonetta uh, thing? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know a huge amount, uh, amount about this, but basically, yeah, so... Uh, Smash Brothers is it its final year whichever incarnation of Smash Brothers this was the, presumably the Wii U one um, and basically yeah, in the final uh, it turned out it was going to be Bayonetta versus Bayonetta and apparently she's shit for some reason um, or she's she's not favoured by the uh, the pro scene um, which is weird right. because half the characters are fucking banned so if they hate her so much I don't know why she's not on the ban list anyway uh, people started walking out during the final <laughs> oh for <'Cause> God's sake <laughs> In protest. Um, Mate, I've had to sit and watch David Livermore play in centre midfield for Millwall yeah. uh, when I've turned. I didn't expect it. looked at the team sheet and I didn't walk out. I think you can watch Bayonetta at Evo. <laughs> I, think, I think you can do that. <laughs> Livermore was fucking appalling. <laughs> Go on. Just for we leave Nintendo stuff, actually, you know, um, the MPDs came out, like the, the the American sales figures came out for for July last week, and the uh, the NES Classic was actually you know is is June twenty eighteen, but NES Classic was June twenty eighteen's highest selling unit hardware pra- uh, platform. It's crazy. So more than that, like PS4s, really? which is an awesome. Why why do people like those so much? I don't know, <laughs> Sean. I don't know. But it's a NES. It wasn't even like the NES Classic, which is obviously much more recent. But yeah. the NES Classic sold more than PS4, Switch, Xbox. Fucking hell! I mean, obviously the, the sort NES, of the NES has shitter games. Well, there is that. <laughs> like... Obviously, the the whiff of exclusivity because you know they sort of have they been clear on whether or not they're making more of either the NES or well, yeah, NES. No, they, they do. They, they have since started making more, and I okay. guess that's why people can buy it now. Because obviously, okay. a couple of Christmases ago, they're really hard to get hold of, and they were going for ridiculous amounts on eBay. But yeah. now they're much more plentiful. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just, it felt them. like yeah, it's Nintendo doing their possibly artificial scarcity thing. <laughs> Where it was yeah, just like everyone was like, you know, the conversation wasn't more... like, oh fuck, everyone's got one. It's no one can get one, which somehow makes it seem better. Wouldn't it be more appealing if it wasn't a mini, if it was a one-on-one scale size of the the old NES? No, because it isn't like half the fun. You have like a mini thing on your desk or on your table or your shelf or something. I mean, I haven't got one, but yeah, but something that actually looks like a NES rather than a, I don't know. But it does. It does I don't understand one. it. I'm just trying to under- I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> Um, but I clearly I'm quite don't. looking forward Whatever. to the mini like N64, if and when that comes. N64 would be a good shout, but as we've said before in this podcast, there's a lot of games that would not be on that system <laughs> that, that defined the N64 yeah. era. Yeah. So Can't wait for everyone to replay know. GoldenEye and scream. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking Golden of... Guy. <laughs> Welcome, we've got Golden Guy. Dun 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 walking around just walking around in a guy just quickly on Nintendo this is getting off the point now but we're a month away from Nintendo Switch online service launching what do we know nothing it's 20 quid it's 20 quid there's some NES games you can play stuff online, but we still don't know if it's first-party stuff only or if it's everything. Fucking... Sorry, Sean, I lost it for a moment yeah. there because I had... I went as far... My brain went as far as creating box art for Golden Guy <laughs> and, <laughs> and screenshots. Yeah, and also the guy was like, the name's Bend. John Bend. <laughs> my name's John Bend, and I'm the Golden Guy. <laughs> Double O three. Who's that little guy in the hat? It's blowjob. Um. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Right, we're back. We're back. Whew. We just edited out about three hours of me laughing <laughs> then, but I'm back. It's half one. Let's finish yeah. the podcast. Last, last one, one, James. Last, last one. one. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> James has got no time for nonsense. <laughs> like, really 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 time gathered yourselves. <laughs> Didn't think it was that funny. Don't make me. <laughs> I can make sounds, James. Don't make me make sounds. Okay. Uh, so there was a new Life is Strange 2 trailer uh, as well that came oh, out this God, week. It was good, wasn't it? I had to stick this in here. So, what, what, I mean, what, has everyone seen it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's brilliant. I can't wait. Clearly, the boy pushed back a car on a policeman, and I'm well up for that. What was his name again? I don't know. The little the soppy kid that walked around his house dressing up and that. I'm all over that. I'm all over it. I can't wait. Yeah. But it's not. They said they're going to reveal it August 20th. And it's not released to the end of September, so I'm just assuming that August 20th there's going to be a more well, a proper trailer. trailer. Yeah, I guess so. I don't really want to watch. I mean, that, that, I was going to buy it anyway. That teaser's absolutely more enough. I sort of don't want to watch the trailer, but we'll see one night. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually. don't need to. And I, really. Yeah, the worst are the mid-episode trailers. I'm just like, I'm going to play it. I don't need to see these bits. Um, which I didn't. I just didn't click the links. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. I don't know if I can avoid it though. I don't know if I'm going to have you the see, willpower. That was the weird thing, because, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we were, we were talking about, you know, what's your favourite trailer and all that kind of stuff. See, I don't really watch them anymore, like, hardly ever, because I always feel like I don't really want to see stuff until it's, like, fully baked, if you sort of mean. Yeah, plus wanna... they're so rarely representative these days, yeah. which is fine. That's just marketing people doing their jobs, but... Oh yeah. man, we sound so. Old. I was going to say, like, I used to I'd say film trailers. I used to love film trailers. I was like, they got me so excited. But now, like the classic old man, I am. I'm like, I don't want to watch it because it just it'll ruin so many scenes. So when I'm watching a film, I'm like, well, I know there's a scene where someone bursts out of a building and someone gets shot because I've seen it in the trailer. <laughs> so yeah, I like I, 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 for a film and also a game like these things, like twenty second or half a minute teaser trailer. That's all I need. I, I, that's all I need for. Hold it. on, you used to slate that. You used to have a go at that, like when th- they were showing off Destiny. You're like, I want to know what all the systems well, are. Yeah, some games are different because I'm already like, oh, what's going to happen? It's Destiny. It's like, but those games are like quite. Uh, f- uh, I, w- I want to know how the gameplay is different and and features and stuff. But these are narrative games and and films, of course, as well. I don't I don't want to know and to know anything about scenes. So it's it's different different comparison, Dave. All right, absolute scenes. Absolute. Right, let's go. And that's it. That it. That's all the news. Yeah. Okay, straight on to what we've been playing then. Sean, what do you think of Yakuza? <laughs> Let's, <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get straight to it. So, the other night, I was like, do you know what? I, I had my, my typical sort of two, three hours to myself in the evening after kids gone to bed and everything. And I thought, do I want to watch a film or do I want to play a game? I can't decide. I know. I'll play Yakuza 0. <laughs> and... um I, yeah, I'm I'm into it. I'm all right now. I think I think I've oh, I've on. found a rhythm with it. No, like I, so well, uh, bad second impression in that I loaded it up and discovered that the game has no auto save. Oh, unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's pretty unforgivable. So that sort of 30, 40 minutes I'd already played. Um, I had to redo that. However, because it was mostly cutscenes and you can skip them all, it only took me about five minutes to get back to where I was. Um, yeah, so that was something. Exactly the same thing happened to me. Yeah. I loaded it up. I was like, for fuck's sake. And then just realised I had to hold X for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I was where I was. Uh... Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty into it. I've done, so I finished the first chapter um, and... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm already like well interested in the story. Like I always like I, I'm not like a fan of you know sort of Yakuza films or anything. I've not really, I've not seen any, um, but I am 
I've always been sort of weirdly intrigued by the whole organized crime thing in that I like because I just struggle to get my head around like oh yeah we all have you know we're all a family and we have a code of honor which we apply to selling drugs and running prostitution rings and <laughs> do you know what I mean and also, so and into, also really selectively you know we feel like it yeah. basically uh, sorry you, sorry you're not into um uh, what do you call it like mafia stuff I've, ne- I've just never it's just not something I've ever delved into and I know I should oh I love it um, yeah, that's good but uh, yeah so it's always something I've just been sort of intrigued by and this is yeah this this is already a, an interesting story I mean I'm enjoying it like having obviously no investment in it because I know a lot of people played Zero after playing all the others whereas I'm sort of coming into it totally new um, like, and I just, <clears throat> I just love the fact that like the story like I'm enjoying the story like and it's it's I was gonna say it's well written. I mean the sort of the dialogue sort of moment to moment fine. Um but I enjoy the fact that like it's sort of it's this quite intricate story and it, again it's sort of within the you know, sort of working within this framework of like all the weird sort of rules and stuff that these Yakuza families have to sort of abide by. But then sometimes the answer is like, Oh yeah, but he can just fuck up anyone. And you can just fight entire yeah. buildings worth of thugs, and it's fucking wicked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. Have you, just... have you have you got to the stage at all where he where he rips the the shirt off? Oh no, I haven't. Okay, because that's fucking. That yeah, does sound, yeah. that sounds tremendous, <laughs> best, James. Um, and like, and it doesn't fuck about with like. So by the end of the first chapter, you've beaten the piss out of like this one guy who's pretty high up who was trying to fuck you over. Like you sort of, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to like he's gonna fuck off, and then I'm gonna have to wait until the very end of the game to kick his teeth in. Nope, end of the first chapter, you get to batter him. Um, so yeah, I'm still not in the like sort of right. Okay, go do whatever you want bit, and there's still a lot of cutscenes and stuff. But as I say, I was sort of, I was half in the mood for just watching something anyway, which I think really helped. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 into it. <laughs> have you done the mission yet, where you have to just walk around to shops buying drinks for people? No, you that don't do- have to do that. That's <laughs> not- yeah, that's a that's on the main quest, James. That's on the main quest. It is. Uh, that's how you find uh, out where uh, well, the the guy is that runs the um uh, the retail uh, not the retail what what they call him like the estate agent or whatever. Uh, okay, it's not the, the whatever. That guy, that is part of the main main quest. You just it just goes. I want a whiskey. I want this, and they're in three different shops, and you have to go and buy them and bring them all back. Completely pointless. <laughs> oh, you, you've just, never done anything like that in a game ever, Dave. Not that tedious. Oh. not that tedious. Um, what do you think of the combat system? It's uh, so the main you know okay because you get these different combat styles. So the main is it brawl, the default one. Yeah, does yeah. feel a bit stiff, but I'm enjoying the sort of management of the whole heat meter. So like making sure you get a few combos in and then right now I'm glowing so I can do like an instant finisher on someone and put their face into a wall or whatever. Um, that's cool. Um, I'm struggling. Like I forgot how to block for a while <laughs> and just, yeah, got got the shit kicked out of me a few times. Um but yeah, and then when you unlock the um, the is it rush the fast one? Yeah, yeah, the, and that's then, the fast style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, so that's yeah. where you basically you don't get those same finishes, but you can like dodge around and you do loads of really quick hits and stuff. So I'm assuming you get two more styles, right? Because yeah. they're assigned to the D pads. So yeah, so like I'm enjoying it for what it is for now, and I'm I, but I'm glad that it presumably gets more complex as as time it goes. It does, on. yeah, yeah. And you see, one of the things that I wanted to talk about from like last week, like talking you know hearing you talking about it mm. is it's like 
it it see, it lays the groundwork with a lot of the characters that it then does take like a long time mm. for the, you know for that to develop. Yeah. But then once you start getting payoffs, they really feel like they mean something. Yeah. Because you really do like develop this relationship with with some of these, and you care like about what's uh, you know what's happened to them and what what's going on, and that's what makes it much more satisfying. Mm. I mean, also like with the combat. It's like once you, because I mean, the way they did it in Zero was great because it was like basically money. You can then like unlock like more like more options and everything for the combat, mm-hmm. and you can start to like specialize and stuff. And it it becomes a lot more sort of a lot more interesting. Like the longer you play, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. just unlock so many different styles and like different. You can like focus on different aspects. It yeah. Does the make... AI of the enemies change? Because that was another thing that I just found so. It's annoying. a brawler, Dave. It's, like... it's they're not they're, all it is. It's like playing a Streets of Rage game or whatever, where they just keep coming at you. It's not. Yeah, they're, it's, it they're not going like like to try and trick you with things special. like that. Like, like Sean was saying, oh yeah, I forgot to, how to block for a while. Mm. But did that mean that you lost any of those? I didn't lose any fights, but it was, it was touch and go. But yeah, I, I suppose so for me it was just like okay, I hammer a button and then they get knocked out eventually. And that was yeah, but it. you I can. On. There was no. But there's loads of games you can play like that if you want to. But that doesn't mean that's not a fun way to play. Like it's still part yeah, it of this. A fun way to play. Well, no, because part of this is trying to figure out like a style that you find enjoyable to play. It's not like it, okay, oh, you can it. you could go and play Street Fighter Two and just keep hammering the button like hammering punch. That wouldn't be fun. Whereas, you know, you can try and figure out special moves. You can try and figure out, you know, other ways and like combos and stuff to make it more interesting. I, I just, I didn't find a single one of the, I mean, I unlocked all of them, I think. All of them or three of them. And I, I didn't find any of them fun to use. It was just like, okay, on this one, I build up a meter and then I press a button and it takes them down instantly. Or on this one, I just go running around at insane speeds <laughs> um, and I couldn't get into that. And then the last one, it was like you you just pick up well the the third one that I remember. Maybe I didn't unlock the fourth, but the third one was just picking up things and chucking it about and that. And I was like, this isn't fun either. I don't. I did not get on with the combat in that game at all. Mm. I couldn't get any enjoyment out of it. I did defeat one guy by shoving a box of nails in his mouth and then punching him. And yeah. defeated another guy by chucking a bowling ball at him. I think that what that's one thing I'm really enjoying is just the very like mostly the serious, but then occasionally very silly tone of it. Yeah. Um, like when you first meet the guy who explains how to unlock like your, your fighting abilities and stuff, and he's like, just invest in yourself. And you're like, what does that mean? And he just brings up a menu where it's like you spend money to unlock yeah. fighting skills. And he's like, see? Like it's <laughs> and it's just it's it's ludicrous. But it's, yeah, yeah. but it's just like, guess what? We're not fucking explaining it beyond that. It doesn't matter. It's also, I mean, I I never got bored of like just like smashing someone's face into a wall and stuff like that because it just always looks good, yeah. you know. Like every time you do that, and it's just the, I found that incredibly satisfying. I've met uh, Mr. Shakedown for the first time. Oh yeah, He's, yeah. That does, does that get annoying? It feels like it might get uh, annoying. You can avoid him. Okay. I avoided him okay. all the time. Okay. I never did anything with him at all. all right, it's, fair uh, yeah. See, so the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> yes, it can. When you want to go down an alleyway and he's standing there yeah. and you go, oh God, now I've got to go another way. Brilliant. <laughs> um, graphically. Imagine man to just go around the block. Terrible. <laughs> graphically, it's so odd because... The environments, although they are like they're convincing and there is like as a bit of virtual tourism, it is quite nice. But like there's sort of noticeable sort of, you know, sort of the odd muddy texture and low polygon yeah. stuff. But like the faces have got like, like the fucking pock marks and little zits and yeah. like the detail in them is unbelievable. So it's just really weird the what they've really like spent their, their time on. 
that but, that improves because this was I think this was the first time they'd used like the new engine okay. like with for the, just for the PS4. Right. And then because Yakuza Six like uses obviously the same thing yeah. and it's vastly improved. That is okay. It's um yeah, it looks looks even better. Cool. It's so uh, yeah, but yeah, you're, I mean, it's like sometimes it is a kind of like squint and it's like yeah, it, that looks really real actually. Yeah. Like some of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do when I play with my games, Matt. I just yeah, squint it looks like the whole real. thing. Is, is that the real? Look how rough I that boy's squint- skin is. David, what are you doing? I'm just sort of squinting <laughs> just to see how real this Feel looks. the realism. Oh, I know. God, it's like a bit in there. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's like a window. I'm enjoying it. It's good. Right. Uh, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, thank you. I mean, no, you're I'm not. clearly the odd one. I'm clearly the odd one out when it comes to this game. Um, and I just there's just nothing there that grabbed me at all. Yeah, I mean, nothing. you know, if it wasn't for the, the praise for it being so unanimous and if it wasn't also for the fact that i bought this and yakuza kiwami in uh, the same day just because i'd heard so many good things about them and they're on sale um like that first session might have killed it but i was like no i have to crack on with this um so yeah i want to see how you continue um definitely check out some of the side quests yeah. and see how you get on with okay. those um but yeah, no, I, mean, I must admit, there, there's one cutscene coming up that I very much enjoyed. Okay. And I thought, whoa, I might be getting into this mm-hmm. now. And then it dropped me back into the world. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, 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 I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the killer for me. Um, uh, yeah. Right, what else have we got? I mean, I've, I've left No Man's Sky. You right, James? You all right, James, with that? Okay. You okay? Yeah, it's fine. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, just make sure. A balanced I've... opinion. Yeah, not just being... <laughs> oh. Balanced, balanced because it agrees... With you, yeah. <laughs> Matt. That's the episode title. No, there was there, there was there is there is legit reasons. Like especially like the saving thing is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But then you know there well, are. This is what made me laugh because we were talking about this on WhatsApp, and James, when we mentioned about the saving thing, James went, "That's a legitimate opinion." Yeah. And I said, "Well, what about my opinion? My other opinions?" And you were like, "No, <laughs> no." I said, "No." I said that is objectively bad, or everything else you say is opinion, which is true. Uh, combat is objectively bad. In my opinion, <laughs> next. So I've left No Man's Sky on the list. I'm much new to say about it. I've basically had to stop myself playing it because the amount of time it was taking up was just getting ridiculous, and I was getting nothing else done. Um, I had a wonderful moment with that game with Harry oh yeah. at the weekend. Yeah, I sort of just said, "Well, this is, you know, kind of chilled out enough to play in front yeah. of him." So I'm kind of happy with this. So um, I sort of, I was loaded up and I was on a planet and I was saying, look, this is a planet. And he was like, like Earth? Yeah, like Earth. Um, Where's England? No, it's not on, (laughs) it's a different planet. It's not Earth. It's a different one. And um, and then I got in a spaceship, genuinely got in a spaceship, pointed it to the sky and said, what do you think's above the clouds? And he was like, oh, I don't know, stars. And I was like, should we see if there's stars? And then went above and then looked down and showed him the planet mm-hmm. and was like explaining planets to mm-hmm. him and solar systems and stuff like that. And I don't know if I've melted his mind <laughs> or because... Uh, I mean, he was extremely cockney this weekend. I mean, after that, this was before... this, So... This was before we went to the park. I mm. sort of gave him this astronomy lesson <laughs> in, in my front room, basically making up answers to questions <laughs> that I didn't really know the answer to. Um, and and then w- w- at the weekend, we went to a park and he was just, he walked up to me at one point, I swear this is true, and I've never said this to him before, right? So he hasn't got it from me. He walked up to me in a Millwall hat, an England shirt with his hands in his pockets and went, Dad, yeah, mate, I likes what I likes. And then he walked off. <laughs> like it was just that 
that might be the most dad thing I've ever <laughs> in my life. So I, there's a chance I might have melted his mind <laughs> by trying to force a science lesson into him at too young of age. Um, but uh, there's a chance that he might now become a genius astronaut. Yeah. So, you know, first man on Mars. Um, so we'll find out. But yeah, no, I went back and played the creative mode and it was fun enough, mm-hmm. but um, I, it didn't really sort of convince me to keep keep playing it, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, like I say, I've, yeah, I've had to stop because although I enjoy the sort of minute to minute faffing around now and because I've got like efficient enough with like making sure I've always got fuel and stuff, it is still like it just takes so long to like achieve anything in it and I just yeah. like spend an yeah. entire evening on it and then have nothing to show for it basically um other than like you know taking nice pictures and stuff really enjoying that but there's other games need playing that I can feel some small accomplishment within an evening um speaking of which and James you okay, said no. you've played it a little bit this week yeah I reinstalled it and like you know, download the update and everything. I started a new game because my old one obviously mm. I you know I haven't touched that for ages. And I started on a planet, and it was a toxic planet, and I started dying immediately. And yeah. I just was like, I'm I'm not into this, and stopped. That appears to be a, a forced thing now. So it used to be like when the game first came out, everyone's like, oh, I started, and I was on like a fucking fire planet or whatever. And it was just like, well, that's just the odds are like most planets Born have fallen into fire. Yeah, um, most planets have something wrong with them, whereas now it looks like there is like you always start on a planet with some sort of environmental hazard. Yeah, because it's um, teaching you systems, isn't it? But if, yeah, yeah, maybe if, if you're not into that or don't want to be suddenly thrust into that world where you have to suddenly find the various you know bits of carbon or whatever. Then yeah, it's a lot to deal putting. with immediately, especially when you're just trying to figure out like how to get your ship off the ground and stuff. Um, so yeah bit of a weird decision yeah, I was just but... like I don't want to be this stressed yeah. like, at, this, at the start of the game so it's like, oh, yeah and it's like bothered. it's not even representative of the way most of the, most of the game is you know because mostly it is pretty chilled but yeah it just gives you a hell of a hurdle at the start that seems to be a common complaint with uh, that even after the next update yeah. The, yeah, yeah. it needs a better tutorial yeah and it needs a, a good you know hour to take you through the systems without it feeling like you're being chucked in the I mean, you know, certain games that that works where you're chucked in the deep end and uh, you've got to work a lot of stuff out or whatever. On this, it feels like there's so much to learn Mm. that if there was a good way of walking us through it, I think that'd be more appreciated. Yeah, and equally, there needs to be an option to just skip the tutorial as well for like... So say say you've put like 500 hours in on normal mode and then you're like, you know what, I want to try survival. You can't just hit. You can't yeah. just hit the ground running. You've got to do the tutorial again. It's like, look, I know what I'm doing. No, no. Oh, survive it in survival <laughs> yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in create, see, in creative mode, there's not a tutorial. Of course, there's yeah, nothing. need one. Yeah, I guess you just yeah. launch and then off away you yeah, go. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That is. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Do you have to collect oh, any resources in creative mode at all? Or just you've got constant boost and. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. Like it does have lists of you know currencies and what you need. Like it will say you need such and such and such and such to build this, like a warp drive or whatever. And I was like, oh, right, so I've got to go around. But, but no, if you just click the button, it just ignores the what you need to create it and just sticks it in. Like, it just creates it for you. So, um, yeah, it's a bit strange, but I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was what I wanted. Yeah. So. Who opened the can, like, very, very slowly? <laughs> that was me. I was just trying to, it's impossible to open these things silently. It really is. Yeah, go on. Uh, Hollow Knight. Holy shit. What a good game. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I was <laughs> yep, move on next game. Yep. Uh, I mean, I was positive <laughs> about it last week, but yeah, I'm fucking well into it now. Um, absolutely loving it. The only criticism I've got of it um, is it does that slightly shit Metroidvania thing where like you will just come up against obstacles where it's just like, well, you need another, another ability to get through here, then don't you? And and like that is pretty common, um, but like Axiom Verge did quite well at avoiding that feeling. I think like, oh, well, I'm just gonna have to come back here in like ten hours when I get some other other ability or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a bit of that, but overall, don't really mind. Um, like, so I'm like eight hours in now, which seems insane. I feel like I spent a lot more than that on it, and I, I, I feel like I must be approaching the end, but I'm absolutely not. Like. Um, people are saying about 30 hours for the the shit ending and then there's like a proper one um which is like another 10 to 20 hours something like that um but i'm i'm all right like you know i'm not playing it obsessively it's just it's been good as a bit of a slow burn and i don't and that way i don't mind it being as long as it is um the bosses are so fucking clever man they do like I, like I'm worried about spoiling them. That's the, the <laughs> which is perhaps all you need to know. Um, just so many interesting quirks, like in the way they play with the structure of how a boss fight plays out, like fights that you think are over, and they're fucking not. And <laughs> it's just yeah, and like the the world, like I'm I'm quite into the the story of it now, such as it is. Um, it seems you know it's pretty typical, like guess what everyone died and uh, like there's this ruined city um but it's just a bit like it's just quite like the writing's pretty good it's just sort of evocative enough without being pretentious and stupid considering all the characters are just like little insects um like it's just yeah like when you get to the city of tears james did you was that like a moment for you because it was for me yeah absolutely yeah it's just absolutely beautiful the way they've done so basically you're at this isn't spoiling it because you have to really see it to get your head around it anyway. But you, you're in this city that's in this giant underground cavern, and basically there's it's sort of implied there's like a lake above it, so it's constantly like raining sort of into this cavern. Um, but you sort of you go between being like indoors and outdoors, and there's just these really nice bits where you like you'll come up against like a pane of glass, and you can see like the rain hitting it, and so it's just so nicely done. Um, uh, what else? I mean that. See that that was one of the other things I wanted to talk about because mm. when because when I listened to you talking about it last week mm. it was like you were saying like how you know it all looks the same and all that kind of thing but yeah see, I don't think it does because I think the more you explore there are like especially I mean you've got to the like the crystal caverns and stuff yes yeah, just finished that yeah and it really I, I I think there is quite a lot of diversity really in how it in how it looks but there is always that kind of like grimy sort of like darkness to everything which yeah, is just I think I mean, that's the style yeah like I think my sort of like yeah, last week I was like sort of basically sort of hoping that there would be some daylight at some point, but now yeah. it's abundantly clear that's not going to happen, and that's kind of the point. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think I'm yeah, I'm just sort of more into the general tone of it now. Um, like it, I do still feel a bit like you know different areas are basically just like this one is green and this one is blue and this mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, this one's purple, but yeah. I think especially like when you really get like the sound design is beautiful, like the soundtracks are amazing as well. Yeah. It's like a like if you're playing it on the Switch, definitely headphones if you can. If you're playing in handheld mode, um, like really beautifully done. Um, 
I, mean, I think that's all I've got to say about it. Just, yeah, I fucking love it. Really good. Um, good. Also been playing, I think it's Feria? Feria? F-A-E-R-I-A. Um, what's that one? What's that? What? Well, what's that one? That is on PC. Now, controversially... Um, so it's like a collectible card game, but obviously a digital one. Um, where you you know you have a deck and you have battles with people, and I much prefer to play these on my phone. Like it's that's the only reason that I've played so much Hearthstone. Like I barely played it on the PC. Like it's all about playing it on my phone or tablet. Um, so when I heard about this, um, I was like, started playing it on the PC and really enjoying it. I was like, fuck, is this you know is this available for Android? It was. And isn't anymore. Um, they they so there was an Android and iOS version, and they pulled it, saying they wanted to focus on the core PC audience, which okay. which is yeah, it's one of those things that like obviously they're looking at information that I don't have, but to me that sounds insane because because that's that's how I enjoy playing these games is like being able to play them on the phone. Um, but could it be a Play Store? I don't think so. I don't see why it would be. Um, I mean, I guess. But then on Steam, they'd be paying a, a percentage to. That's true. To, to Valve so anyway. Weird. These sort of things seem perfect for you know something you can spend five ten minutes playing on the bus exactly. or the train or. Yeah. So like it's great, um, but I don't know realistically how often I'm going to be like I'm going to sit down at my desk and and play this. Um, but basically, yeah. So it's a turn based card game, but the. The hook of it is it's on like um it's played out on like a hexagonal uh, grid, um and you so you place when you summon units you place them on the grid but you each turn you build lands so it's kind of takes a bit from Magic the Gathering where your your lands are like sort of this energy that you used to summon but also you have just like a mana pool which is like Hearthstone where like every turn you just have an, an amount of mana that you then spend on your, your spells and summoning units and stuff so it's like this weird sort of mishmash of the two so you'll um when you're placing lands you can like every turn you can either place two plain ones which do nothing other than like expand your territory a bit or you can place like a forest or a desert or whatever and then you'll have cards that have like a mana cost but then also like you'll need two forests for example to summon this one card so it's pretty interesting because you then build your deck accordingly and you're like, right, well, I can either go pure forest or pure desert or, you know, whatever. Um, or a mix uh, of that, which is, same, again, same as you do with Magic the Gathering. But it's that element of, like, you've got to sort of figure out the way your territory is expanding at the same time because you can only summon your guys, like, on tiles that you created. So it's all about you and your opponent sort of figuring out your routes through the map as you go and then sort of, yeah... It's just cool. I really like it. Um, it's just a shame it is Steam only. And, you know, usually with games like this, it's like, oh, yeah, we're working on Android version. We'll, we'll let you know. So that's something you can hope for. Whereas with this, it's like, no, they had one and then they fucking binned it. So that's, that's definitely not happening. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going to keep playing it. It's just like I say, it's just definitely not going to get the time it would have otherwise if I could play it yeah, on my that's, phone. That's such a shame. I mean, now yeah. I basically look and say, what games are on handheld like switch because i know mm. and, and and also phone so i'm gonna know i'm gonna get the most amount of time to play them yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So it's a shame but uh yeah it, does it sound is like a good game i've never actually played any collectible card games ever they're good man and there's like most of them are free to play as well so they're, they're well easy to get into like hearthstone is brilliant i but i like i fucking despise the whole sort of world of warcraft aesthetic um like every card has like a funny voice clip that plays when you put it down and 
surprise none of them are that funny um whereas like fairy is like it's fucking beautiful the art style's amazing it doesn't have this sort of forced sense of humor or anything it's like there's bits of dialogue and stuff but they're fine um but yeah, yeah, it look, looks a hell of a lot nicer than Hearthstone does. But yeah, if you if you're ever intrigued, like give Hearthstone a go. Yeah. But um, I yeah. did download it once, but I just I I just started it. And I thought this is this was this like is a lot a nerd, to get my head around. Yeah. And it's that, I think I, I, I can't remember when they added it. I think there is like a whole new sort of tutorial system they added that like gives you a load of free shit for doing it as well. So maybe worth a go. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's that's me. That's you. That's you sorted. Yeah, James Farley, you weren't here last week, so that's what you've been playing. Um, I've had quite a lot of stuff, actually, kind of. Although there's a few <laughs> things which are just sort of quick quick things that I've not really played much of. I got right, Blitz through the quick things. Go all right, on. well, I got Lego City Undercover. I started playing over the weekend because that was on sale. Is that any good? That's, um, <laughs> that's well, what I always ask when this comes up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the loading times are absolutely appalling. Yeah, there's a couple of problems. There's technical problems with it. So the loading oh, is awful. I, like on Switch, fuck. it's like it really it takes ages to load. Like I mean, I think it's like it's like several minutes. It kind of feels like, which what? is quite a long time. But the worst thing about it, which I'm quite disappointed about, is that because I was trying to play it in co-op, like with my son, and mm. the frame rate is awful. <laughs> like really, really, really like terrible. Like really terrible, awful. And yeah, it, it's really terrible. Awful. Yeah, I mean to the point where it's almost like unplayable. Like I, it's really not good. Jesus. It's really, really terrible. Man, you should get Lego The Incredibles then. That's the one I get. Because the, the the thing that interests me about Lego City Undercover was the open world mm. stuff. Yeah, um, which which is interesting. But, I mean, I, I haven't played it that much yet, but, I mean, it is... I mean, you know, like a lot of people said it's, like, funny and that kind of thing, and, and it is. It is, like, amusing. It's, it's pretty good, like, better than I, I expected, like, you know, going into, like, a Lego game. But I'm just a bit disappointed with the technical side of it because it's... Yeah, well, especially it's with a, this being a... I mean, it's not a remake, it's a port, isn't it? But the point is, it's like a lot of time had passed since it first came out and you would think they would use that to have polished it up a bit. Mm-hmm. But Because um, this... I really want them to do a Lego um, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I know that they did a bit of that for Lego Dimensions, mm. but like to do a proper full-on Back to the Future 1, 2 and 3, I think, think of the levels they could do based on those films. It'd just be so Yeah, good. yeah, definitely. Uh, uh... So I played that. I mean, the other thing I played is Paul Panic. Um, oh, yeah. What's that is, like? I really want to yeah. play this. this <laughs> I mean, this is another game that I've not played a huge amount of. Mm-hmm. So this is like just sort of preliminary sort of thoughts. Because I mean, because I'm still stuck into Hollow Knight. So it's, it's you know, it's kind of difficult to sort of tear myself away from that. Even though, I mean, I'm 20 hours into that, but I'm, st- I'm kind of stuck at the moment mm-hmm. and sort of exploring because I can't get past what I need to get past so I've, I've played this a couple of times I mean I'm not really sure what to make of it because I do like it the art style is fantastic I'm just really bad at it is the problem <laughs> I'm really really like sort of terrible at it and I'm never entirely sure like if what I'm doing is right as in like I can, I can finish tape like finish you know tables in inverted commas but I'm not sure what the bonus is for like you know finishing stuff within like the time limit and like under number of balls like potted and so, stuff. So explain what Paul Panic is, like what what are you doing as you're going around cuz is it open world is it like do you, I mean what are you actually doing as you're travelling about the place? Cuz well, it's the idea is that it's nothing like Paul you're actually controlling a, a the you're walking around as a pool ball aren't you and then you're getting into all sorts of mischief. Yeah, I mean so you're you are the cue ball. 
and you basically just go to like different there's it's like an it's a overview map and then you go to certain points where there's like a, a mission basically or like you know like a table and each of the tables is kind of um is different like the way the way it's sort of laid out but also the like the balls that you've got to pop they've all got different like attributes like the red balls they're easy you can just knock them in but then what is really funny is you get like other balls which are like don't want to be potted and will like dodge out of the way like at the last second <laughs> when you're just about to hit one so you have to like figure out ways that you can sort of like ricochet off other balls to try and knock them in like instead but then also you get you get stages where i mean there was on one which is like really early on where it's like a campsite and two of the balls are stuck up trees and they're just like there. And you're like, well, how am I supposed to like pot them? And then I figured out eventually that there's like, there's a barbecue there. So you have to like ram into the barbecue. So then like the meat falls off it. And then there's like a dinner bell rings and then they come down the tree <laughs> and then you have, and then you have to like, you know, try and like sort of pot them when you do that. So there's, there's like loads of stuff like that, which is, it's, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's really like sort of well put together. The music is horrendous. I mean, I, that got I switched that off as soon as possible because it, it's really bad, like really really terrible music. But it's I mean I, I I the main problem I got with it as I said is I just I'm terrible at it and I I think if you I mean I, David I think you'd really like this actually because you I mean you, you're pretty good at like like pool games and stuff yeah. I'm pretty good at computer games yeah I got them down I got them down um no yeah no I mean I quite like pool games so I I want to play them it's just getting round to it at this point. Um, it's one of those games that's sort of on my list, and um, I'll get to it because the humour looks right up my street. The art style looks f- yeah. fucking fantastic, um, and um, yeah, I mean it's pool, so I'm I'm into that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean uh, as yeah, I said, I'm, I'm terrible at it, but I am enjoying what I'm playing, and it's there doesn't seem to be like any massive penalty for like you know for like completing tables without you know doing it in like the right amount of time and stuff like that. So I'm just happy to just go from one. To the next, and then just see what next ridiculous situation is going to be. To the next? Is it just here's a table, here's a table? No, no, it, it's it it's like you're walking around a town. Yeah, there's like a world map, and then you sort of just go from place to place, and then just find you know find what the next one. Is. Like you press, I think on the switch you press like A, and then it like highlights where there are like areas that you can go to, and it does seem that like you have to finish like a certain number before you can get through to the like the next like the next area. But it's it's just yeah, it's just funny trying to see what the next sort of weird take is going to be and yeah when they start dodging out of the way that's really irritating but funny <laughs> as well because the noise like the sound design is really good as well with that i mean the music is awful but the um yeah the, the, <laughs> the sound effects are, are good <laughs> it's so yeah good i'm all i'm all over that one well when i get it i'm going to be all over that but yeah sure so okay pull panic so yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing. It's I mean, especially I mean, it's only like a tenner. It's definitely worth a look, like on on Switch. Um, the other thing I played, I mean, as I said, I'm playing still playing Hollow Knight. But then also the main thing I played the week before when I was going to come on was the Council like episode three. So this is the the like adventure like RPG style game that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Whenever you know, whenever they release a new episode, I know Sean, you've got this, but you've not played. I know it yet, I'm, right? I'm behind now. Yeah, yeah. So. I hmm, I've got really mixed feelings about this episode really? because what well, the thing the thing that I've really liked about the game from the start is the way that you could like shape your character in in any way that you wanted to mm-hmm. really and then you could like you know approach the game you could approach like different situations depending on what sort of abilities you wanted to focus on yeah. but with this it's really beginning to feel like it's narrowing its focus with this episode and I don't like that mm. like 
one because the episode starts off with a conference like you're having this sort of huge conference you're supposed to be like taking part in mm-hmm. like you know like not huge as in loads of people but in sort of like insignificance yeah. for like how the world may develop and i thought great this is where all the points are put into like diplomacy and politics are going to like really pay off like i'm going to be able to like do like really good oratory and like you know mm. have good discussion but it doesn't really happen because it's all over really quickly and then yeah. there's like a shift in focus which is like this obviously is like a dramatic event and it's like I see this just makes me sound boring because I just wanted to sit in a meeting and discuss <laughs> stuff but but then they do things that are more exciting but I wanted to sit in a meeting and discuss stuff because it was interesting but you, you can't do that but they've still got I mean the exploration of the mansion still like interesting and yeah there's all like the secret i mean the best thing about it still is the way that you can like explore this mansion and then like find secrets about other people and then use them in conversations to like manipulate Mm -hmm. them still enjoying that that's still great but i mean it's generally I, i still feel it's well plotted, but then the direction it's going in, and I can't say what that direction is because it will ruin, like you know, any sort of suspense, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad keen about where it's going. Okay, and it's like there's it, there's a yeah. I better not say anymore because it will ruin it. But it's um yeah. I'm not not that keen on the the direction of it. But and also it's continuing to really chug on my Xbox One. Like as in again, this is another game with a terrible frame rate. Like just walking around the mansion especially in the beginning it was really sort of like chugging like really badly and also placeholder audio which i wasn't expecting yeah. it's like i yeah like i you know like when you like uh, click on books or whatever and then usually your character will like give like a thing and say oh this is a gutenberg bible it mm-hmm. is whatever whereas with this this one like it was fine and then i picked up one of them and it was like a robotic computer voice saying what it was <laughs> and it's like it's like clearly that's placeholder audio so that it that is, was a bit of a surprise yeah. so i'm near the end of episode two and yeah like it's one of those games that's you're playing it and it's like okay they obviously didn't have the budget that they might have liked for this yeah. and you can sort of forgive that and in some ways it's quite charming when a game can be like a little bit creaky but there was like yeah. um the the bible puzzle you know where you're like looking at all the different verses verses and there's like yeah. clues all around the room and stuff that is time consuming time consuming yeah. yeah like for about two thirds of it I was like fuck I think I get this this is like this is really smart and then there was one step that I failed on because I just I, the clue was just impossible to interpret as far as I could tell and I googled mm-hmm. it and yeah I found a forum where they were like so I've just said google and my google home's lighting up so it's probably gonna I sorry I didn't understand that in a second um uh yeah sorry, yeah there you go I don't understand fuck off <laughs> um <laughs> that's just most of <laughs> Just chime in. Um, in yeah, and I found this forum thread where basically someone was like, "No, I'd, I, I'm fluent in French, and I played it in the original French, and check the English translation. Yeah, the translation is just fucked, so the clue doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So there's no real way of well, sussing it out. There's, there's that also with this one because mm-hmm. I saw like there was a tweet about this where somebody had posted a screenshot where, well, no, like a video thing where one of the characters says you need to collect like five things, mm-hmm. but then in the subtitles it says you need to collect six things. Oh, good. You know, there's like <laughs> it's just it's, it's like there's things like that yeah. you know that happen which are a bit annoying. Like, yeah. And the ending in sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. I, I was just going to say yeah, like I say the, the odd bit of wonkiness you can forgive, but when it's like really crucial puzzle stuff. You really can't fuck around with that, can you? Because that just gets really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, see, I mean, and the ending with this one, I felt was particularly abrupt. Like it just sort of suddenly, like okay. you feel that it's. I mean, it is building to something, but then it suddenly 
over and it is that kind of like well, what what okay right that's that's that then <laughs> and then that's it i mean there's still another two episodes to go i mean it, i am still really enjoying it mm. it still is really interesting and fun to play and but i'm just i mean probably because it is a small team maybe that are making it and it it still feels like they built this whole like this whole systems of like you know how you can develop different characters in different ways but then you can't it, it, obviously it hasn't got the range of like directions that you can really go to make that truly satisfying yeah. i don't think yeah yeah but then that's yeah that's that's and the direction the story is going is not probably where i would want it to go but that's you know that's probably maybe that's my problem but it's it's still really worth playing i mean if Compared with other adventure games that have come out recently, this is definitely one to watch that is is interesting. Yeah, I think like the sheer uniqueness of the setting is a yeah. lot. Like you know that that really sells uh, sells it to a lot. Oh, of people, I but... wanted to talk to Napoleon like during the thing, and he wouldn't let me. <laughs> oh, God, okay. I think that can be the episode <laughs> okay, title. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's enough now. Anything else? Uh, well, also I finished The Last of Us as well. You finished it? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! What did you think? Absolutely loved it. And yeah. I dive straight into the DLC, like straight into that, because I want to see what what goes on next. I mean, the ending for the game left me with like a bunch of questions, but I thought it was really well, like well done. Did you see what I was saying? I don't remember what you were saying about how it just ends on a look, and that is yeah. more than most games have. Like to have the balls to end on that final yeah. look is just fantastic, and for it to totally pay off. I mean, the the final level, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything before you finish it, but the final level, it's just, it suddenly sort of reverts to other Uncharted style gameplay, which I felt was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, you can't really stealth it, can you? It's like, no, kind it of just impossible. goes into like, okay, just do the thing you're, you're used to doing in other games like this. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was a little well, disappointing. It felt like they sort of, maybe they felt like they had to have something like that. To have a bit of a crescendo, but I don't I know. I feel like Naughty Dog always struggle with final acts. Like, oh, don't like all the Uncharted games have like a weird bit at the end that doesn't quite. <laughs> no, the fourth one doesn't. Okay. But yeah, no, it was it, it was getting ridiculous where it was just like this is the supernatural yeah. bit at the end. Like it was just what the, the men are blue now and they can fire <laughs> flames at you from a distance. Um, yeah, that the, yeah that stuff was a bit weird. But can I ask a question? Uh, right when right yeah. at the end when you go into that hospital room. Do you have? Because I, I pretty yeah. much murdered everybody in there. Do you yeah. have to do that? Yeah. yeah, you know when you walk through the room and he shoots the um, thing. It felt like it was a choice, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, well, it felt at least it felt like it was leading up to a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe at one point in development it was, but then they thought, well, no, we've got to do it. <laughs> we've got to like because it feels like you either save the world but sacrifice Ellie, or you save Ellie and the world goes to. Sh- she continues to go shit because yeah. the people die that feels like an ultimate choice at the end of a game but then someone must have gone I think this might get a sequel so can we not <laughs> <laughs> can we not do that please well no they could have just done the David Cage thing and just let you make that choice anyway and just make it meaningless you know it's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah it was really funny I got a text from James in the week that just said Oh, I wish I didn't know about the giraffes. <laughs> yeah, it, like, yeah, that, you see, no, the thing sorry. is, I've been waiting for that for like the entire game, and then it like happened. And I think if I hadn't have known about it, I probably would have been more sort of like you know emotionally involved. Oh in god, it, but... it's completely heart wrenching because you see a 
Ellie go up and she's like, oh my God, look, look. And then like, what's up there? What are you doing? What, what What's going on? And you're thinking, oh, maybe she can see, you know, like a community or something like that. And then when you finally get up there and see a giraffe, you're like, whoa, this is totally not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. And it's really powerful. Unfortunately, yeah, it was good. what I was expecting. So it was, uh, yeah, it was not. Well, sorry, mate, you've <laughs> all played these games fucking ages after they come yeah. out you know what i mean it's but fucking, you i know it's just such a well-told story i thought like i really think that like by the end of it I did was... you like the um the boss fight with the dude in the house yes that was also I another that was one of the best bits yeah because that, that was proper tense as well like yeah, yeah. i was it was horrible when because i got caught so many times as well and it was just like horrible every time but yeah that was that was really the bit yeah, that shit me up was a bit in the the hotel where you're fighting around like the elevator shaft oh god i mm-hmm. hate that bit Hated it. I don't remember that. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the DLC now. Anyway, it's um it's a different. It feels a bit different, but it's yeah um, yeah. It's... I've got to play that. I've got to play it at some point before Uncharted two uh, two comes out. Not <laughs> Uncharted. The Last of Us two comes out. I've I've got to play that. See, also now, like you know, do you remember there was that original Last of Us two trailer that was like just it was Ellie and um and Joel. Yeah. They showed, and now I can really see now, Matt, why you were excited by seeing that because. You know, like because they were like playing, he was like playing music for it, wasn't he? Yeah. Or something like that. And it's like, but that's even got that more trailer's like, now. you know, what, what are you really seeing? What are you not seeing? And there's loads of like, yeah, theories and rumors around that. Yeah, Last of Us no, Two, I'm, a... I'm beyond excited. Beyond excited. I'm more excited than that for that than I am like Red Dead Two. Yeah. Oh fuck off! Well, no, <laughs> right, um, the Red Dead Two. And I mean, obviously, Red Dead Two is gonna be insane, but yeah, Last of Us Two, yeah, emotionally, that's got me more than Red Dead Two. The the thing is though, I am. I'm really torn whether to get Red Dead 2 on the PS4 Pro or my original Xbox One. Now, you'd go, haha, well, you're an idiot. You might as well get it on the Pro because it'll look better. True, but oh my God, that thing is loud. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just, just put like, headphones no man's on. sky. It's That's ridiculous. It's just like, what? Oh, for fuck's sake. I just want to play a game without the Hoover not being on. <laughs> It's what it reminds me of when I was a kid in my bedroom and mum would come in with a hoover and I'm just like, you had to pause and let it finish. But the bad thing here is that you can't do that because it's just whatever. Just play with headphones on. That's what I do. You don't notice it. You shouldn't have to though, should you? No. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Um, Yeah, no, no. I mean, Last of Us is a El Clasico. Yeah, it's really yeah, so good. Like much, I mean, it's easily I think the best like Naughty Dog game I've played. Like I really think. Uh, Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's probably the best Naughty Dog game. Yeah. Yeah, you you need to go back and watch like some of the E3 stuff now around the second one. Yeah, Yeah. I think it probably would have more of a impact now. But um, I mean, the only other game I played like really briefly was Gears Four. I started playing that on the at the end of last week. And, Is it any good? Uh, it's gears, and I mean that in a in a good and a bad <laughs> way. In that it's it really just feels like it's just more of the same. Like really, really feels like it's just more of the same. And that I don't think that that's necessarily a good thing. Like considering you know Microsoft's got this whole thing with like not having great exclusives and everything. And I can see why this didn't do amazingly well because it really is just more of the same. But then also it was, I mean, it's still fun. I mean, I was playing it co-op and it's always fun to like do, you know, to play games like that co-op. But I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't blown away by it at all. I mean, it looked, it looked fine, but then it's like, I've only got the original Xbox anyway. So, you know, it doesn't look that amazing on there, but um, I know I'm still, I'm going to be playing it over the next couple of weeks anyway, I think. So are you playing that co-op? Yeah, 
but it's it's just I don't know it's just it really is just more of the same like it really feels like that I mean maybe there's going to be like big revelations and twists or whatever but you can kind of see I see I was thinking about this the other day because it's like you remember the end of like the PS3 era you got like on the PS3 you got stuff like Last of Us and then on Xbox you were getting I mean that's like you can start to see the shift there of like you know like they were like chucking out stuff like The Last of Us and then we were getting like more like Gears games which were pretty much identical each one it was yeah, it was. It's a bit of a shame, really. Okay, that's it. That's it, is it? Yeah, Matt, your your turn. Yeah. to shine. So, um, I've only really been playing one game, and it's like it's a two-hour game. <laughs> As I've been playing Abzu, uh, which I got from the Xbox yeah. Game Pass. I need to play this. Every, everyone says well, this. The the sort of tagline is "It's journey in the water." Yeah, yeah, that was certainly what I've been told and yeah, i love journey it's it's an all-timer i think absolute sort of uh falls short really yeah um so oh, you played it have you sean i have oh nice okay so it, i mean um firstly yeah it, it, it that's what everyone says it, it's it, it's just journey underwater and from the off from the offset it really feels like that it it's got quite an abstract story uh you're this basically this this this, this diver character and then suddenly you're under the water and and you're basically flying through different locations um with uh with schools of fish and whatnot uh story-wise it's very very light and the story itself i haven't finished it it's so incredibly abstract that even after reading some like story theories on the ending afterwards i sort of feel like a lot of people i mean this is probably an unpopular opinion but a lot it feels like a lot of people are seeing lots of things that may not necessarily be there or they're <laughs> really really looking into deeply into things i'm like well it was quite abstract i can see i guess where your views and theories could be going but throughout the whole thing there, there are like um there are like um uh, hieroglyphs uh, uh, hieroglyphs sorry in, in between like some levels where it's sort of it's trying to visually show you what ha- what happened or what's happening in story but even them even those are quite abstract uh, so you're basically just like, what do you do? Like uncover a hidden. So uh, in, in terms like of it, in terms of like gameplay and mechanics, it, it, it's super light. It, ma- it makes rhyme look like a really in-depth puzzler. Um, <laughs> essentially, you 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 go from like these, these various underwater locations to next. You have like one method of input, method of input, sorry, which is this sort of sonar ping, which you can press like X or whatever is on, on the pad, and you can do that to like light up fish or to communicate with these other little like robot things that, that follow you around, and those can help you unlock doors. But essentially, yeah, you're just going from one location to the other. It, in terms of puzzles, there are ultra ultra basic puzzles where you might have to find a key or you might have to find where uh, you basically have to find where these like chains uh, are uh, called up and you literally just press a button next to them and and they, they open like one half of a door find the other half and the other, this other doors open and you basically just, yeah, fly from one level to the next there's there's very very little in terms of me- mechanically what you do in fact, i mean journey didn't have a lot to do mechanically but that felt so much more in depth that uh than this did which i think it, it, it felt like an issue in many ways. I mean, the game's got the game's got an amazing score, and actually, I looked looked for it after. It's actually the same same person who did the music for Journey. Yeah. I think it's actually also the same game director as well. So uh, it it looks and feels a lot like it, and obviously because the same people are working on it. But the score is is absolutely beautiful. It's really epic at points. It, it like the score is probably the most emotional part of the game, and I was really sort of expecting or 
thinking it would be quite an emotional game given a lot of people compared it to Journey and it's that sort of abstract gameplay where you're trying to work out what's happening and the music's getting more and more epic but but ultimately for me the music what what was the most was the most emotion, uh, emotional part of the game um so it's available mechanically. There is one part um, where, where, where you, it's clear that you're, say, connected to this, this shark character, but even that doesn't really do much emotionally. It doesn't really elevate it in, 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 the, way, in, uh, in, the, in the way I'd hoped. Um, in terms of underwater bits, it's quite it's quite chill, but there are these like amazing bits where you go through huge school huge schools of uh, of fish, and also in these like large underwater areas, you can actually like also press a button and meditate, where you basically can look around the area, you can listen to the music. Uh, I did that a couple of times, but uh, that sounds a bit yeah, boring. Yeah, a little bit boring. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, did do uh, does it do that thing that Sean absolutely hates, where there's suddenly a bit where you can't get killed? Uh, no, I mean basically there is only one real enemy in the game, and, and that's towards the end. There's these like mine things, and when you get hit um, by them, you don't die. It's just a bit of a minor inconvenience, and you just it's still a bit. Just, it's still oy. sort of got. <laughs> So oh, yeah, like, uh, like not intended. Yeah, it's still that sort of like oh, here's a sort of nasty bit. And yeah, it's sort it, of it, yeah. it was it was a bit it, it does sort of change slightly, um, mm. but but even that it, it, it's just there's just nothing really going on mechanically, and yeah. there's not enough. Not enough. I mean, I, I I don't want games where I'm suddenly oh, suddenly there's an enemy to deal with and get killed, but there's just nothing really going on at all mechanically. It's uh, yeah, in the game. like it it mirrors journey so closely that it's like borderline parody at times like the the general structure of it is like almost identical but it's and like i i really <laughs> does your flip flops get like <laughs> your flippers get like longer slightly longer that's actually that is literally different. a thing um yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah um, um people said oh yeah it's like it's not journey underwater but and i love people, people like it and i think this game reviewed well and it's mm-hmm. a nice game and, and yeah for like two hours of gameplay and if that's on game pass i recommend it if you've got game pass definitely mm-hmm. but i don't know it, it's like it's a copy but it doesn't have any of the emotional impact or anything that made Journey yeah. so special it's not yeah. a special game it's i you know i enjoyed it it's a nice little two hours. I, I liked it. It's underwater, and, and, and there's some some really incredible visuals at points. So there's there's sections in between levels mm. where you're sort of speeding through these currents, and then you're you're seeing these like, yeah, amazing locations, huge scores mm. of fish, and and whatnot. And, and the music really ramps up in those sections. But mm. that you just literally just holding down X and just going forward essentially. Yeah. Um, but it, it it tries to do things like Journey, but it just doesn't have that base level of emotion. I felt like yeah, elevated Journey. Yeah, yeah it's like you say the experience. the story, such as it is, just felt like a like my interpretation of it was just like a really basic, like there was an ancient race here, and then they discovered some weird power source, and they misused it, and it killed them all. It's like, oh right, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I didn't really get anything from it beyond yeah, I, that. I mean, that's that, that, that basically what, what I took from from, from the story and, and yeah. from like the, the visuals you see. But then I looked mm. on Reddit and people were saying, "Oh, it's about like man's relationship with the environment and like and you know like and, and polluting the environment and what that does to future generations." It's like, okay, I mean, I can see yeah, maybe as a stretch, but yeah, I, I mean, fundamentally, I, I was not disappointed, but it's in no way anything like journey in terms of what it does to you i mean it didn't yeah. do it for me it's like it's it's enjoyable but there's you don't take anything away from it do you you don't like like journey no i way. found myself like thinking about it on and off yeah like for yeah, a long it, time it, it, since journey i played is it, a whereas... special special experience for sure yeah. this yeah, yeah. 
does does almost everything the journey does, but it doesn't quite hit it in terms yeah. of any of it really. I mean, musically, arguably, is the best bit about it, mm-hmm. and it's really epic, really emotional. But mm. that that's probably a standout element of yeah. the game. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you've got a Game Pass, I definitely recommend it. It's like two hours, it's a nice little experience, but. Um, other than that, yeah, I was I was a bit disappointed in, in that it's not, it's not it doesn't know do what Journey did for me personally. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, okay. but yeah, I played, I played obviously, and I've, I've played um, Fortnite and I played a Rocket League with you, Dave. And I started Detroit tonight. A guy from work lent me Detroit, so I'm excited to get through that. I've already done the first like mission, but uh, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I think it looks great. Yeah, no, that first mission's yeah. all right. Uh, played <laughs> yeah, the rest. I'm, of- I'm gonna. Um, yeah. So, uh, but obviously, you're a Fortnite yeah, no, Rocket I'm League just- and, and played it with you, don't it, Dave? Yeah, it's funny because, like we say, uh, I, I mean, I don't always list out all the games that I play during the week because otherwise every week I'd be talking about Rocket League again. Um, but I have been hammering it. Uh, Rocket League, I've been hammering for the past two weeks. And I just uh, amazing moments again. Like, you know, uh, I tweeted that I went, uh, two nil down against um no I went one nil down against someone and my teammate quit called me a noob teammate and then left like it like they always fucking do um and then I beat the uh, <laughs> I won two one against two players and that that no better feeling no better feeling um and then we had yeah we had some four player games some three player games and oh my god it's just especially playing with friends it's just so much fun um and we're, we're like we're always improving just a little bit so that's sort of my group of mates now are getting pretty um you know decent i wouldn't say anywhere near as good as we uh should be for the amount of hours that we put into it but my my word i just continues to be one of the best games I've played. It's like probably my game of the generation uh, so far. It's just, it's too good. Um, yeah, and also play Fortnite, which seemed fun, but um, I'm still not 100% on board with it. I still enjoy the journey more on PUBG, even though PUBG now is essentially a chat room for 45 minutes, then we get shot in the <laughs> back of the head. Uh, as frustrating as that is, the the whole build up to that i i enjoy but a lot it, of my friends but you must time. you must appreciate the fact that you can get in at games in at games in 10 minutes in in fortnite yeah but also it just feels like i mean when we played it the other night we landed three times and got straight, shot straight away and it was kind of like okay you know at least all right you're not achieving anything in pubg but at least for 45 minutes you're building an inventory for a bit mm. um <laughs> And then you get shot in the back of the head. This one, it's like you land dead. It's like, okay. But we did get a victory royale at the weekend, so that was pretty good. That was your first one for a while, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, it was good. Um, uh, but the main game I've been playing this week uh, is on the Nintendo Switch, and it's got a bit of a strange title. State of Anarchy, Agents of Mayhem. Um, which is just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay, if that's what you want to call your game, fair enough. Um, it's a twin-stick shooter. Uh, I'm playing on Nintendo Switch. I think it's available on PC as well. Um, and it's got a hook, but it isn't enough to make a game out of. So the hook is that everything's hand-drawn. It's all doodles. Oh, yeah. um, and all of the sound effects are made by voice. So when you're shooting a gun, it's going... Right. And, uh, you know, ow, and cars go brum, 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 you know all that sort of stuff um, and it's funny for about five minutes but it, it doesn't go anywhere with it mm. it's like okay I kind of like this art style it looks fun but it doesn't do anything clever with that it's like no that's it that's 
that's the idea we had, <laughs> and there you go, there it is. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, the paper starts burning and that burns holes, and you know, there's not layers to the idea. It's just that's the idea, and that's what we're making of it. Um, and it's really the f- the formula behind what you're doing is very, very samey. It's very repetitive. You know, it's travel around this open worldy bit, make your way to a bank, fight a guy in a turret. Um, and then it will chuck an odd mission in now and now and again, like UFOs to fight. And but it just feels it feels very very strange. It also has this weird, really weird thing where, so you know, twin stick shooters work. You left left stick, you're moving around. Right stick, you're aiming, which you do in this. But the gun doesn't fire unless either you press a button or there's an enemy close by. Oh. So it kind of feel I'm not comfortable with when I should when I'm firing and when I'm not. Um so it kind of just makes me feel a bit weird. Like it feels weird to mm. play. Like not that it's a, a a design choice, but more that it's buggy. That's what it feels like. And it's not buggy because I can see the rules of when I'm firing and when I'm not. But it doesn't feel right as you're playing it. Um and it doesn't really go anywhere. Like I mean you can build on your character, you you get unlocks and um you get perks and new weapons from killing bosses and stuff like that. But it, I've not got to the point where I'm finding it a that challenging, challenging, and I'm sure it will do because it has ramped up a bit in the recent levels that I've done. Um, but b, there's just not, there's not enough drive to go back to it because there's not enough to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I've played for probably two or three hours, and it's it feels like not only have I seen everything, which I clearly haven't, because there's still stuff that I need to unlock. But I've I'm repeating stuff that I've done already like three times, and I'm going. Uh, this needs to the, the novelty of it being hand drawn and voice sound effects. That's totally worn mm. off now, and now it just feels like I'm playing a very 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 average twin stick shooter. That's a shame, yeah, because um, the art style is really great. I think. Yeah, I mean it's it looks great, but then I you know I've seen comments on YouTube videos and stuff that saying. This looks like it should be a browser game, and it's hard to argue <laughs> against that because there's not enough under the hood to make it feel like it should be a full console release mm. game. Um, and it's not a full console release game, you know, it's an indie title. Um, I just, I, I'm really, like, I've played to a lot of very, very good twin stick shooters, and this isn't that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's one of those genres where if you fall from. It like if you if you fall below the bar, then it's kind of meaningless. It's like racing games. I've said it a million times before. Like there's nothing worse than an average racing game because it's like, uh, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just going around a track. And um, twin stick shooters are a lot like that as well because it's kind of like an average twin stick shooter. I'm like, I could be playing a really really good twin stick shooter. Yeah. Right just now. when there are so this many readily enough, accessible so. examples of things being done better, you just like. I could have, I could, yeah, yeah, like I'd love Next Machina on the Switch. I think it would work mm. perfectly. Do, do you think it's the sticks are good to play it And it's one of the best games. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, I've got no no concerns about that whatsoever. I think shoulder buttons are not quite good enough in handheld mode if that if it's a shoulder button heavy game. But obviously, this isn't that. I think the sticks are perfect for for because um, uh, the, the bad thing about the sticks on the Switch, like if you're playing in handheld mode is travel distance, especially when playing like first-person shooters mm. because there's not a lot of uh, variation between 
fully pressing forward yeah. and slightly pressing forward, you know. There's not enough movement there. But twin, twin stick shooters, you're usually holding it right to the very edge anyway. So, yeah, it works. That would work. That would be fine. That would be fine. This one, though, you'd have to be really, really into your um, twin stick shooters or really like the concept of a completely doodled game with, you know, voice sound effects um, to sort of be interested in this. Uh, because other than that, there doesn't really seem to be not much there to to sort of pique your interest. But yeah. Shame. So, that's it. That's what we've got. Should we do some questions and get out of here? Yeah, might as well. Uh, right, emails. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Oliver Wiseman, he's done that. He says, hi, guys. Just a question for the show. Hi, Mike. Question for the show. Recently bought a Nintendo Switch and was wondering if you could recommend any decent story-based games for it. I like games like God of War, The Last of Us, etc., but I'm finding stuff like that lacking a bit on the Switch. I did try, it says Octopus Traveler, it's Octopath uh, Traveler, but prefer real-time combat. Is it worth sticking with for the story? No, you played the Japanese rip-off version in the eShop, <laughs> <laughs> Octopus Traveler, where he was just controlling an octopus around a place, um, etc., et um the uh yeah i saw this email um when it came in and i was like what god yeah like breath of the wild man what are you mm. talking about and then thinking about it it's not really the story's not really front and center in that and it's not really any like it's not mind-blowing it's serviceable yeah. for yeah. that game like that and, that and sort I'm of i'm not slagging the game off it's one of the best games ever yeah. made but it's yeah it, it's not really the you know the main part of that game yeah like the whole sort of god of war last of us thing is like a very sony identity isn't it it's yeah you know the only the only example that i could come up with and it's not even in it was like a switch exclusive Mm. game is like wolfenstein 2 is out yeah switch isn't it so that would be a good shout if you've not played that see it's a very very good narrative driven game if I'm thinking like narrative stuff, it's stuff. There's there are a lot of narrative driven games on like the eShop and everything, but they're mostly like indie games. Yeah, and, you know, like stuff like Detention and things like that, which I really like. But they're not anywhere near the same sort of thing as like those Sony releases. At no, all. Yeah, it's exactly. not not That's that sort of not- HBO esque thing, is no. it? It's yeah. Uh, have they got IP? Have Nintendo got IP that they do do that? I don't stuff? think they have. They no, have not really. I mean, Fire Emblem, I guess, but he was saying he didn't like the turn-based stuff. You got, so I mean, not. there's like Metroid, but that's you know because that that is kind of story-based to a degree, but not in a massive way. Well, it is, but not in a in a big, big way. Mm. Cinematic, I think, yeah. is the the way that is the, the word we're yeah, 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 yeah. for. And yeah. Nintendo consoles, they don't really no. do that stuff. Well, they, so, I mean, they used to be. I mean, like if you think like the last time that they really went in for that in a big way was like with the GameCube because you had stuff like with like Eternal Darkness and stuff as yeah. well. Which was more like that, but yeah, there's not really so much. Definitely on the Switch, there isn't much. Mm. Yeah, sorry, man. If you've got any suggestions, if we're wildly missing something, then um, yeah, yeah. Are any of the Telltale games? Let's know in the comments below. Are any of the Telltale games out on Switch? Yeah, no, but they will be soon. There's the Batman. Batman ones out either now or soon. The Batman's. Yeah, yeah. Two Batman's. Right. Okay. Uh, Lee. So I was listening to Matt recently speak of completing games and it uh, not being the usual practice, reminding me of my past year being very much similar. Uh, I can't recall a more successful time in finishing games old and new. It's so sad. Hang on, what? Does that oh. completely contradict the... Whatever. Uh, it's yeah. so satisfying. In an, age, 
no, an no, age of old but, games. But basically, he was saying he was referring to the fact that I, I, you know, finished Celeste and other games more recently, and he's saying he's doing the same thing. Okay, all right. I see. Um, in an age of old games and a flow of new ones always coming out, how important is it for us to finish the games we play? I mean, I. Uh, I mean, I, I, not necessarily important, is it, Sean? I mean, if if you're not enjoying it, don't force yourself to. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, I like, obviously, it's an increasingly difficult thing to assess because there are so many games now that don't really have an end. Like, when when do you complete Fortnite? When you, you know, um, there are so many games now where you do have to just choose to be like, Judge, you know what? I'm all right. <laughs> um, and to an extent, that bleeds into story-based stuff, um, or not even story-based. You know, where, stuff where there is like a campaign and there is a definite end. But maybe like something like Skyrim, where. Yeah, you can do the main story in like 15 hours, but then there's like another two, 300 hours worth of stuff to do. You've just got to know when to I call think, it a day on that. You can't, <laughs> unless you're really going to do yeah, everything, you have to just make that choice. When, it, when it's a story game, that, that, I mean, that's how I feel about it. It's like now I've come to sort of, because there's just so much stuff and there's so little time really to like play stuff in depth in the way I really, that I used to when I was like yeah. younger. It's like now I'm like, when I play games like God of War and stuff, I unless I'm really, really enjoying something, I'm just thinking, yeah, the main story is enough for me. Yeah. Like I, I'm never going to sit here and just go through every single side mission and stuff like that anymore. Yeah, which is why I... Unless it's something that's really grabbing I sometimes me. feel it's a bit of a dick move when games are like, here's an ending, but it's slightly disappointing. Put another yeah. 20 hours in to get the real shit. Or you can just uh, YouTube it, obviously. Um or just glitch your way to the fucking end. All that. But yeah, I feel like we're, we're at a point where everyone's sort of got to come up with their own definition of what they consider finished and what they don't. And I think, generally speaking, we've got to just be all right with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for at one point, I remember like stepping back saying, I'm playing like, I think at that time, Battlefield 3, I was playing FIFA, and I was playing Destiny. I was like, I'm not actually finishing any of these games. I'm just like playing them every day. And it's much more satisfying when you do start finishing games. And that's why I prefer much shorter games. I do actually finish them. But yeah, even like, you know, going back to Celeste to make, to to get that finished was really, really rather satisfying. And I want to make sure I do that. I think if you don't, it's very easy to keep on a treadmill of, you know, playing more games of Fortnite or FIFA or, Mm. You know, games where you don't really have an ending, you just keep playing indefinitely. Mm. Um, and I think, I think, uh, I, I think at that point, I started playing. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. I, basically, I started playing like some of the, X, the, X, the XBLA games because I can actually finish them, and it's it really satisfying to actually get mm. to an end of a game and say that's done and move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think like Celeste is a good example because, yeah, there's, there's a load of post credit stuff, but it, in no way sort of tells you that you like you know like the ending is is fine like it's not like ah but you haven't actually finished the game dickhead like it is just like that's an ending there is more stuff but it it feels totally optional which is nice in terms of the story stuff i'll definitely recommend celeste it's got a fantastic story yeah 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 um right what else we got uh adam reynolds says i'm playing assassin's creed origins and in 4k hdr on an xbox one x the graphics are mind-blowing uh, the world is so detailed that I find myself stopping and taking in loads of little details all the time, such as mosaics on the floor made from thousands of tiny tiles. Some players could potentially never even see them. My question is, what game has had the same effect on you in the last year or so, and what are the details that made you stop and marvel at the stunning world? Uh, probably the best example of this for me is Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. I, I don't use photo mode that mm-hmm. much, but Uncharted 4, I played that throughout 
just stopping and looking at the scenery and stuff. There were moments of like insane vertigo at the top of cliffs in the the uh, level set in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then when I got my PS4 Pro, that was the first game that I tried out on it and the first game that blew me away visually in 4K and again just went into the photo mode again and started just looking around. Those Uncharted games look incredible. So The Last of Us is going to look insane, but... Um, yeah, and then the Lost Legacy as well. The, that game that had some incredible views. Hmm. Uh, so I was doing that a lot, a lot. I'm trying. I'm I'm struggling. I know this is something I've done. I'm just trying to think of standout examples. I, I, I definitely did it in Destiny Two. Uh, at points in the the campaign, where it yeah. looked stunning. I definitely stopped and looked at that like a few times. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely Uncharted Four. And I think the most recent Tomb Raider game, I definitely stopped at points there to look over like huge mountain ranges or whatever's in the background there. I think the I think sorry, for me it was probably Shadow of the Colossus, you know, the the remake oh, of yeah, that because yeah. that that looks amazing, yeah. like in 4K and everything. Yeah. Um, mentioning Destiny too, actually, yeah. So the when you finish the story, spoilers, you unlock a new tower, um, where like that's your your sort of hub that you go to. We can finally yeah, say no it. No one's going to give us <laughs> shit for no it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone was really that bothered at the time. <laughs> but um, the the sort of uh, sort of bizarre stroke merchant bit um, side of it, like that's stunning. Um, similar reasons that uh, Adam mentions for Assassin's Creed. There's loads of like really intricate mosaic stuff. Um, like there's a big sort of um, Middle Eastern influence there. Um, like that's really beautifully put together, and then there's like the the whole sort of new monarchy bit is like this sort of mad, sort of hand carved wooden frame that sort of makes it looks like a fucking shisha den or something. Um, yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. Um, it's just as well because you have to visit it fucking million times. Um, right, uh, anyone else? Is that? I mean, I, I guess also like Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, that's yeah. not that's not four K, it's not HDR, but my god, it looks mm. great. Yeah, but it's it's hard to sort of express that like because we, we've said it before you take a screenshot oh it looks like ass it looks so bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah to see i guess like with that game the difference is you know you, you can go there and it, so it feels much more real and yeah, yeah if, if oh you can yeah, go there. It, it's just it's just great i mean even though yeah looking in screenshots it does not look good when mm. you're actually in there in the game you know you can fly there you can do whatever you want it's uh it's great yeah i mean i suppose i should mention no man's sky because i do do this in No Man's Sky, but it's not the detail; it's just the the random shit that happens that occasionally produces something beautiful. Like it's not, you know, it's not like looking around going, "Oh, look at the," you know, because obviously every planet has like randomly generated plants and stuff, and there's a lot of complicated stuff going into that. But the result is basically like, "Oh yeah, it's a little plant." Great. Um, like there's no, you know, it's not like, "Oh fuck, like someone built that and put that there." There's none of that. Um, but yeah, but I, but in a way, knowing that it's random sort of like makes it quite cool when you do find something nice, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that game's all about locations and the spectacle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, right, uh, Sina Kadiri says, Dear Leds, uh, recently punted for a Samsung LED TV and was wondering what TVs you game on or whether you use monitors for lower input lag. Um, also, having been slightly behind, I've just listened to the Capone episode. Is he actually like that or is he acting? I honestly can't tell if it's just a masterclass of constructed behaviour. <laughs> uh, no, he's actually actually yep. like that. Um, well, I've got a, I've got a, uh, what is it, a Sony Bravia 4K North. TV. It's not got HDR, but Where? 
You'd be, you'd be all right. It's all right. It does yeah, the job. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. So I bought, I took a punt on one of those high scents ones a couple of weeks back. Because um, I was I was in like Asda and, you know, they have those po- like supposedly Polaroid TVs. And obviously it's one of those instances where like the name just got bought by someone who was churning cheap shit out. Um, and everyone, like I mentioned it on Twitter and everyone warned me off it. Um, but no, the high scents, even though they're a relatively new brand, everyone seems to really rate them. No, they're not. They're a, they're a Chinese brand from ages ago. They are ago. Chinese they're one brand. Of the biggest ones in government China. owned. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, everyone seems to rate them. And yeah, to be fair, I've been well pleased with it. Just grabbed it in the Amazon Prime Day shit. Very happy with it. Planet Earth Two, mate, beautiful. Oh yeah. What are you gaming on, James? Uh, I've got like an LG 4K. TV, yeah, HDR and all that kind of thing. It's very nice. Okay. The, uh, yeah, uh, oh, God, sorry. Matt, be quick. I, yeah, <laughs> I want a Samsung K7000 thing, but I, uh, 4K HDR, all that stuff. But I also play upstairs in the office, and now I've got like a 1440p monitor. And okay. uh, I know like, like Xbox One X can do 1440p, which is technically 2K. But I, I love how games look. It just like the difference between that and 1080p is massive in my eyes. So I'm mm. happy just playing on this if I can't go downstairs and play on the uh, the big TV. Mm. I mean, he mentions the input lag thing. Has anyone ever bothered about that? I've I've not noticed yeah. any problems. I mean, I, I know mean, like, fighting games, yeah. maybe, but yeah, fighting games, so. music games, but then obviously not so many of them coming out these days. And those that do come out usually have some mechanism for coping with the input lag. Like if you play like an old rhythm game on a modern TV, you are fucked. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, they they compensate for it now. Oh, the amount of times we had plastic guitars in our hands and listening to. <laughs> You're just going, oh, wow, one millisecond. Yeah. Let's try that now. Oh, <laughs> um, Midway through a song, you haven't hit one note. You're just like, oh, sorry. Yeah, recalibrate. The menu. Just got to recalibrate the input lag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Yeah. Um, right, tweets. Uh, if you want to send us a tweet uh, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, Mi- get yourself on that Twitter. Mickey, Mickey, yeah? fucking Duffy. Friendly communities on Twitter.com that's, that's a lie. There's no friendly communities on Twitter.com They're all friendly on everyone's lovely. On Mickey, fucking Duffy at Chunky Duffy says, <laughs> choose one game world you would like to visit for a day and one you'd live in forever. Um, well, the one in forever is uh, Zach's Island in Dead or Alive Extreme <laughs> Beach Volleyball. I would um, stole would my answer. Absolutely, oh, scum. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> James, that noise made it work. <laughs> uh, one I'd visit for a day. Oh God, um, not Breath of the Wild. It's way too dangerous. You see, you say that the, 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 the whole the tone in Breath of the Wild is so weird because obviously, like you know that the world's ended and like. <laughs> and like you lost a hundred years ago, and it's kind of sad. But everyone's pretty much just getting on with their lives. Like when you talk to people in the villages or people traveling about, yeah, just I mean, like, but eh. there's 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 so much threat about them just outside. Yeah, the I guess. Fucking yeah, you'd never go you know anywhere, I mean, would you? Living like, I mean, you're the, the pissing down in one of yeah. the villages. I non-stop. suppose yeah, it's easy to forget um, that if you went there, you wouldn't have the teleporting device or the fucking glider no. or the <laughs> you're you're staying in that you're staying yeah. in that village where everyone's way too happy and worried about their chickens getting <laughs> out weather um no of course it would be on the normandy for a day oh yeah 
on the oh, Normandy that's, for a day. That's I was I was going to say that's where I'd like to just go like forever. <laughs> but I'd be no, I'd be happy with there's that. There's way too much yeah. death. No, 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 no. Mass Effect one or two. That, that era, not not three. Yeah, but if you're there forever, you will eventually get to Mass Effect three, James. That's that's how time works. Because <laughs> well, no, I, I won't live forever. <laughs> Remember how that ended? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd love to live forever under the threat of universe-eating <laughs> monsters heading towards us slowly. <laughs> Uh, no, there for a day, Zach's Island for a lifetime. Lovely. That's the best answer you'll yeah. ever get, Matt. Oh, oh, uh, if I could visit a place for a day. Oh, GTA 4. Um, you can just go to New York. Yeah, yeah. That, that oh, was... I see. That's all for free holiday. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like No Man's Sky is dangerous, but also it'd be amazing to set foot on another planet. So I'm going to go there as well. Could you specify No Man's Sky in creative mode, do you think? Is that allowed? So yeah, definitely. Me for a day, uh, Hyperlight Drifter because it's beautiful, but it's fucked and dangerous. Um, and forever, oh fucking Yoshi's Island, mate. Oh mate, See, that's the wrong island. Get, yeah, get me there. Why is that the wrong? Island? Go on. Zach's Island is the, <laughs> is the <laughs> island to go to. See, I was thinking of like Animal Crossing, and I think I would like to visit, yeah. but only for a day. But I'd like to just do stuff like see if you can like oh, yeah, push the animals over the and stuff. Oh yeah, the helper of the in and the <laughs> no, I just think it'd be yeah, funny to like just go there and just try and push them over and stuff, you know, and just see. I remember see how that. They react. I remember visiting your hell. town and walking into your house and a seeing just turnips everywhere and b seeing a painting of that helper, <laughs> your like, mayor's helper, on your wall, <laughs> and I was like, James, why have you got a painting of her up on your it's wall? Nothing wrong with like, Isabel. Don't worry about that. Nothing wrong with Isabel. Isabel. That's it. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to change my answer. Forever, I'm going to go Stardew Valley. Oh, oh shit. Good. You were, you yeah, were barely nice there though. an hour. I was there for 20 plus hours. <laughs> Actually, I need to go back to that. Although okay. today, I'm not sure because oh, you probably haven't <laughs> seen it, but um, they've like redone their character art for all the characters and they're posting pictures of it. And all of them are like, really? they now look angry or sassy or just different and then and they're not how you imagine the characters to be suddenly they've all got like attitudes and it's it's wrong jesus i I needed less attitude i didn't want to didn't want to get to know any of them because they're all just like "Eh, who are you fuck off oh no i love those Um, guys (laughs) um well oh yeah so uh mickey duffy also asked what do you put on your chips salt and mayonnaise you're kidding salt and mayonnaise oh that's That's uh, that's intense i'm i'm just mayonnaise (laughs) I'm just salt. Salt and vinegar. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of vinegar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I've so, got yeah, tons of from, vinegar, but if... I I mean, I would just... If it's salt. if it's from the chippy, then yes, I'll have salt and vinegar, and then yes, I will add mayonnaise. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, just mayo for me. We we all grew up in a time where um, chippies used uh, newspapers, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are these now? Like Imprint onto the chips. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't use newspapers anymore. Oh, it's just like white polystyrene boxes. Weird paper stuff. Yeah, it's just white paper, white paper stuff. Is it, so, hang on, so no, no tomato ketchup between us then. No, fucking hell. Yeah, fuck Good. that. Um, right, Darth Gamer at Darth underscore underscore Gamer uh, says the TC TCGCMS crew are being cast for a new, new Only Fool series. Three are obvious: David is Del Boy, James is Rodney, and Matt is Uncle Albert. But who is Sean? Trigger, Boise, Mickey, Grandad, Raquel, oh God, Denzel. This is a good question. Yeah, it I is. think it is probably Denzel because he was just he was just a nice guy that liked to hang out. 
<laughs> he was okay to hang out with. No one had a problem with Denzel, did they? They all liked him. I well, see Sean so, as more of a granddad, to be honest. No Thanks, way. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> uh, just, you know, coming that? out with the anecdotes and all that kind of thing. <laughs> coming out with the anecdotes? Yeah. I mean, Those Sean's anecdotes that I'm lo- famous well for. liked for a number of things. His anecdote, anecdotes ain't one of them. Well, no, it's the same with I mean? granddad, wasn't it? They were all shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> well what's the name of the guy in the pub who just, like, washing glasses the whole time? Oh, what is his name? Is it Mike? Shit. Mike, that's yeah. it. Of course it is. Yeah, it's Mike. Yeah, that's not a bad he's shout a either. One. Although he's a bit of a butt of everyone's jokes. And I don't no, think yeah, Sean work, fits yeah. that. I think mm. Sean is a Denzel. Um, but yeah. yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> I like the fact that you're Rodney. Who was Matt? Uncle Albert. Uncle <laughs> Albert. <laughs> During the war. <laughs> Yeah, the one that everyone was really disappointed about. Oh, Matt, that is a diss. That is a massive, massive diss. Not as good as Grandad. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Right. Uh, MJL at Vault 42 Overseer says, I recently saw the Sonic Mania plus rehash of the old SNES versus Genesis advert. I haven't seen that. Um, and it made me wonder what console straight game adverts stick in your mind for good and bad reasons. Now, I know I recently answered one about trailers, but this seemed worth including because well, like adverts, adverts are a different yeah i guess so um i mean for me good ones the rick mail snes adverts yeah they were good yeah you ever seen those ones. yeah i have they're yeah. fucking I good that. it was yeah, it was good no right. the um what do you call it mate they paid for his fucking house that he then called nintendo towers <laughs> <laughs> um i did but the one that sticks out for me was the um bioshock infinite trailer for two reasons the first i thought mm. the game looked amazing so that was pretty cool. It was all over the TV. And secondly, they used um, a Nico Vega song, and we were into yeah, I remember like, that, yeah, we, yeah, we were into that band before the advert happened, and mm. they were they weren't really well known, and it was just like holy shit. There you go. Wow. Um, uh, I can't think of one that I've disliked immensely. See, there was the was... there was the Zelda shout thou. Save the girl or play like one. That oh god, yeah, yeah, looking yeah. dire. Horrendous. <laughs> I always remember the. Oh, what was the one the... that we saw recently with the the driving? It was a driving game one, wasn't it? And it was hmm. so offensive. It was like, don't drive like a girl. <laughs> Juice. That was it? like the. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to try and remember. If some we spoke about it on this podcast. It's juiced. Was it juice? Yes. <laughs> oh God! It's always fucking juice. There was, was that really <laughs> Jesus, juice is the question that demands that answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, you've got reasons of mentioning juice, and instead Maybe of that's why they send the, the question, you got in. angry at me. <laughs> Maybe that should be the new listener challenge: people sending questions that subtly <laughs> encourage James <laughs> to talk about juice. To. What game do you like that involves cars and begins with a J? <laughs> and the colour green. Never <laughs> <laughs> you played it. One day. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, right, last one. Uh, James Unwin, at James Unwin 88. Uh, question for tonight's pod, lads. Is Destiny 2's Forsaken DLC on or off everyone's plate? I have started playing Destiny 2 again. Have you? Yeah, I was really enjoying it. I was really enjoying Good it. Good man. Uh, yeah, it is smeared all over my plate. I am looking forward to it. It's been sent back to the kitchen. I ain't got any interest at all in playing that. <laughs> Sent back to the yeah. kitchen in your own house. Is that how that you operate? Yeah. Well, when's it actually out? <laughs> September. Uh, is it 4th of September, I think? It's a bit annoying, though, because you log in now and it's like, buy it. Yeah. Like, there's a big m- on the map. Thing they, on the map. Yeah, I mean, they've always done that. It's always a bit weird. Because it's sort of, it's yeah. like, oh, click here, and it just plays the trailer that you've already seen. 
So, uh, okay, thanks. Um, yeah, because I, I was shitting it because someone tweeted out the saying, like, I can't remember that they were going to come to EGX, but, oh, no, but, you know, Destiny DLC. I was like, oh, fuck, is it the same weekend? Uh, but no, it's not. So, Destiny-wise, I've got to ask, like, um, is Owen doing the Asia Triumph right now? I've no idea. Because I know, like, he was, like, massive uh, into it last time and it was... Yeah, I think he sort of hated it by the end. Though, no. so I, I wonder if, if, <laughs> if, if even Owen was still into it. I, I guess that, that was what I was using that as my barometer for how good the game is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, that's that's it. The yeah. end. <laughs> the end. Finn, uh, Matt, have you got anything to say? Uh, for only yourself? that we're playing at EGX this year, twenty second September. You just need a day ticket to come see us. So go to egx.net Pl- and get your playing tickets. Playing at EGX like it's a fucking gig. We keep saying playing, and I've, I've well, we're, given we're, up okay. We're about. we're going on stage for two hours. We're performing. <laughs> and um, uh, look, it's a live show. It's going to be fun. If you haven't got your ticket, please get a ticket because we need people there. <laughs> bring friends if you've got a ticket. Buy a t- f- ticket for a friend and bring them along. Stick them in your t-shirt that you definitely bought from us. And uh, and he'll fit right in. He'll fit right he, in. He or she. Or she. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Night. I wanted to talk to Napoleon.